0: Hush gang welcome back to another episode of the we speak english good podcast today's guest is producer rapper twitch streamer He, he he's a he's a music artist he's a performing artist he hails from dc his name is king rome king rome is a fantastic uh human being very intelligent person his latest ep is called 10k it's inspired by malcolm gladwell's outliers his book called outliers which i absolutely love that book it's a very very good book so go check that out as well but you can find a link to king rome uh his links in the show notes so go check it out you can find a link to his latest album down there so go give him some love and and he's a twitch streamer so you know go 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 get it go get it <laughs> king Rome is king rome excuse me king rome is coming up here shortly but first go to rainamystique.com r-e-i-n-a-m-y-s-t-i-q-u-e.com go check out her latest ep it's called the moon it's a five track monster it's a powerhouse plus your boy Produced one of the songs on the EP. It's called on Your Crown. And uh, it's a reggae joint. So go and enjoy that. Go do that. Speaking of uh, of, of EPs and music, go check out Raina on Twitch. Twitch.tv slash Mystique yep that's it <laughs> twitch.tv slash mystique go check her out four days a week uh 8 a.m to about 11 a.m ish you can also find we speak english good on twitch twitch.tv slash we speak english good come be a part of the live stream we're doing music news we're doing our interviews there you get a chance for prizes and 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 alerts and and emotes and all kinds of good stuff and it's a great way to support the show if you want come on over we'll leave the light on for you you can also support the show monetarily by clicking on the link in the show notes you can go to our stream element store just just a heads up if you are a subscriber on our twitch channel there is a discount for all our goods you can also go to our threadless store which i guess i'm just i'm not going to take it down because who cares but it's we speak dot com and, uh, yeah, if you want to support monetarily, if you want to support us, uh, you can also like, subscribe, review, like us on Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, all of the places. The links are in the show notes, so go go help yourself, follow your boy up. You can also subscribe to us on Apple iTunes, follow us on Spotify, and you can subscribe to us on YouTube and on twitch Uh, YouTube is where a lot of the music news uh, uh, video segments go so if you're not hearing them on here you'll find them on YouTube or on the live stream at twitch you can also leave us a review on Apple iTunes if you leave us a written review we'll read it on air you can also leave us a rating on Spotify please help us boost those Spotify numbers son we we, (laughs) the Spotify numbers are, are garbage it's garbage I'm just wondering how many of you listening right now are listening on Spotify and still haven't hit that five star up there What the fudge. What are you doing? What are you waiting for? Go do it. I'll give you like two seconds. Okay, that's enough time. That's all you get. <sighs> Moving on. You can also write the show we speak English good at gmail.com. Let us know how we're doing. What you're what what you're doing. What what you got any summer plans? You got any summer things you plan on doing let me know let me know let's let's plan summer together Okay, that's about it. This Friday, we have Jennifer, or you can tune into the live stream today at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time and check out the live stream of the interview with Jennifer. Uh, she is a Twitch streamer who is a peer support specialist. She ta- she specializes in mental health. She has a very lovely stream. It's very calming. She, it's, it's an awesome place to go and... Uh, and just sort of get your feelings out, and she's there to help, and it's it's just really nice. It's a nice community, and she loves cats, and she has a very cute cat named after Cheese, Munster Cheese. <laughs> very cute cat, uh, and, and plus she takes him on walks in a, in a baby carriage, so that's also very cute as well, so... Go and check out Jenny Twitch twitch.tv slash Jenny, J-E-N-N-Y, and then Fur, F-U-R-H. So go give her a check. Go give her a check. Yeah. Go give her a check. She's, she's over there checking it out. So go over there and do that or tune in on uh, today at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, or you can wait till Friday's release because that's when it's coming out here on the audio feed. Okay, that's it out of me. I I kind of ran through everything, so uh, I'll see you on the other side and enjoy this conversation I had with DC native King Rome. Let's go. I hope you're having a good day. Are you having a good day?
1: I'm blessed and highly favored. I'm so happy to be here, so excited to share this stage with you. I appreciate you having me on. Of course. I'm excited.
0: Oh, yeah, man. Well, I, I appreciate you taking the time. Uh you're a streamer, you're a producer, rapper. Now, are you a are you mostly a rapper? Are you mostly a producer? Where do where do you lean?
1: <laughs> so I'm a rapper first, learn how to produce. Um to cut costs, actually, <laughs> because beats are expensive. And listen, after after producing for ten years, I now know why. <laughs> so sh- Mor- shout out to all the producers out there,
0: Morgana. Thank you, Morgana is the one who actually uh, suggested you as a guest. If, if What's it up, wa- Morgana? If it wasn't for Morgana, I, I I wouldn't have I wouldn't have known about King Room. But I'm glad that we we got to meet. Uh, and I'm I, I've been in a couple of your streams. You're very engaging. I could tell that you're a very intelligent human being. And uh, thank you, Morgana, for, for making this happen. So I appreciate you, Morgana. Um,
1: thank you, Morgana. So, <laughs> bottom of my heart. Also, I have one other thank you. Sure, please. Go. Let's go. Thank you. Well, first of all, thank you for the platform. Thank you to the We Speak English Good community. And thank you, Moving Dutchman, for the sub. I saw oh, that. <laughs> yeah.
0: There you go. There you go. That you got, I, That's what I love about the Twitch community. Everybody's very polite. For the most part, right? It's like everybody's... <laughs> <laughs> everybody's very polite about stuff hey ob mike what is ob a... that's my guy welcome to the fresh fab thank you so much for that follow i really appreciate that and look at that pyramid go man that's ugh, I, this thing i'm still finding new things that this uh, emo wall does uh, you're welcome also to Jennifer for introducing me to you. Yo, Jennifer is going to be on on Wednesday. That's the one thing I forgot to, to mention in that intro, which was very quixotic in nature. But uh, yeah, Jennifer is going to be on. She is a peer counselor. She's a mental health advocate, and I'm very excited to talk to her on Wednesday at 1 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So she's also in. amazing. Yeah, have you so have you been in her streams? I, I haven't. Oh been, yeah, yeah.
1: Jenny's awesome. Uh, good good friend of mine. Good friend of the Kingdom. She's amazing.
0: Yeah, yeah. She she's a, she has such a great little vibe going on over there, and I really dig it. I gotta catch one of her streams. She streams at the same time that I'm either at work or that my wife streams. So like, it's hard for me to get over there, but I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna do it. Gosh darn it. Dab nab it! I'm gonna do it. Well, you mentioned that <laughs> that that it was a money saver uh, to start producing. So so what what ended up happening? What was that? What was the situation? Like you were just like, I can't be spending all this money on production. I, I gotta figure this out.
1: Well, actually, here's here's the funniest part about it. I hadn't started spending money on beats yet, but uh, how how it went down. <laughs> was, like, <laughs> I hadn't
0: even spent money on beats yeah, yet. I, I just started, knew, it, but
1: I started I started shopping around. Right. I was like, oh wow. Oh. So, yeah. Yeah. I, I I wrote my first song back in when I was twelve. I just turned twenty nine, so do the math. That's seventeen wow. years. But uh, in college is when I really started focusing mm. on it and like really sharpening my sword. Uh, and one of my best friends in the entire world, who's also a uh artist a mentor of sorts you know i looked at him and he was always like four or five steps ahead of where i was at at the time and i was watching him create like i mean this dude raps sings and then i'm like yo like dude where you get all these beats from these beats are fire like i'm out here on websites trying to find beats and he's i'm like yeah so i'm asking him like his beats are my favorite beats i've ever heard i'm like where you get yours he's like he looked at me like i was an alien he's like i make them i was like the thought (laughs) never even crossed my mind i was like huh you make all that and then you rap and sing on it i was like i gotta step up my game so i was like i can here are my options i can fork out the bread i could try to go about a shady and then have them have the producers chase after me i could complain about it and do absolutely nothing or i can figure out how to do it myself
0: Yo, I love those beats where, where like you can tell that they just ripped it right from YouTube or so. It's like
1: FattyBeats.com.
0: You know, every
1: every purchase your tracks today.
0: <laughs> yeah, right in the middle, of their song is like, purchase your tracks at FattyBeats.com, and he's just like going hard on it. Uh, th- that makes me laugh. That makes me laugh. But I, 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 don't know, man. Like I, I get the idea where. I I like the idea. Of of course, I I appreciate people who pay for their beats. I appreciate people who who get paid for the work they put into it. But there's something about that grind – where it's just like I gotta get these verses out at any cost you know what I mean so there's something that I respect about it you know like they, they, they just like they know that it sounds trashy you know <laughs> it's garbage when you hear that purchase your beats at fattybeats.com in the middle of your verse but it's like they had to get it out or they didn't know either way they're just trying to get their shit out the door you know what I mean mm-hmm. and, and that's what it's about right you gotta like just you're working on something you're building towards something and even if you start somewhere like that it's just like if you're like 10 10 years in and you're still rapping over you know fattybeats.com and you're still just ripping beats from youtube then then we got a problem but i think everybody needs to start somewhere and I, i think it's easier now than ever for at least for for rappers to find something to rap over and really work on their skill so so you started writing at 12 you said
1: yeah so it was just us hanging out at the lunch table at recess, um, you know, the basketball court could only hold so many people. So the rest, of, like I would, I would hoop with my friends, but then there were some days, I just didn't feel like getting sweaty or dirty. So I try to fit in at the cool kids table and I wasn't really, I didn't have no swag. I, I, I couldn't like, you know, I, I wasn't a cool kid. I didn't have the cool shoes or the cool toys or nothing. but I could, I could make <laughs> words rhyme. So that, that allowed me a seat at the table. So, um, but we, we were 12 years old it, in, in, Middle school. We didn't have a whole lot of life experience. We weren't really talking about nothing. We were, we were writing songs about ho-hos and chicken <laughs> and, and, and our favorite cartoons. So I I, I don't want to like lead y'all to believe that I was, I was out here crafting my my magnum <laughs> opus, right? and, uh, I, I started putting words on pages. And, I and, like
0: and, chicken nuggets and Kool Aid. Yeah. Watch out, baby! Here I come, cause I'm getting paid. Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs> paid in paid in Smarties and Skittles, man. And, <laughs> yo, I used to. uh my mom might. Hey, she might be watching. She don't know this, but I used to. Uh, I used to. She would buy like the. She was. She loves her Pepsi. Uh, and she'd have. She'd have like cases of them in the fridge. I'd sneak them. To school. Like you know, we weren't really allowed to drink soda at school. It was like forbidden back in the day. Um, but I'd sneak a few in my coat. Um, and I, I would sell them on the out at recess. So I was kind of getting paid. So. <laughs> So it wasn't all cap when I said that in my rhymes. <laughs> I was
0: getting paid off that Pepsi. Moving Dutchman, how dare you? Thank I, you hey, so much. We couldn't, we
1: couldn't move Coke, but we could move Pepsi.
0: <laughs> <laughs> moving keys of Pepsi. What's up? Moving Dutchman. Thank you so much, buddy. Thank you for that gifted sub to Jennifer. I appreciate you. Oh, Jenny's you, in the building. What's yeah, up, Yeah, Jenny? Jenny just popped in. She she just followed and and all that. Moving Dutchman is moving towards his 100 gifted subs. So he he's on, uh, yeah he's he's up here he's out here working son he's out here working so 97 three more to go moving dutchman I, anytime you want me to play your special thing you let me know before you hit 100 I, well, so so moving dutchman is a. Uh, he said when he hits hundred, he wants a new a new thing. He wants a new uh, a new uh, uh, announcement. And so uh, we got him set up, but he wants to wait till a hundred. So I'm gonna give it to him. I'm gonna give it to him. But uh, I- I'm more excited than he is about it. I guess like I'm just like oh man, ready for this. But but yeah, man. That I love that. I love the idea that when kids get you know like it was. It, I love the idea of kids gathering and kids doing. Um, you know, like like working on certain talents when really I don't even, I suspect that you really didn't even know what you were working towards or even doing. You're just having fun. Yeah. It was one of those things that are just, you know, we're out here at the lunch table making it happen, you know, someone's hitting the, you know, hitting the table, you know, making some beats and you're just rapping over it, just doing whatever you're doing. Exactly. I love that. I love that innocence of art, you know, before it gets into like the business and you know, and and, and and the grind of it, it's like there's just something beautiful and pure about just as when you're kids, you're just doing it. You're just making this thing happen. And it's there's no intentions really other than to just, you know, have fun or clown on your friends or talk mm-hmm. about chicken nuggets, whatever it is. You know, uh, I, I love that, man. Was that what it was for
1: you? Uh, that, that was the majority of it because, like I said, there wasn't a whole lot of life experience that I could pull from. <laughs> Not only was I 12 and hadn't seen anything yet, but I, I was also a really sheltered kid, didn't get out much, didn't have any uh, friends other than the ones that i sit at the lunch table with at school and mm-hmm. weren't a lot, a lot of kids in my neighborhood where I grew up, so it was just me and my sister. She was a little bit more of a social butterfly than I was, so... Mm-hmm. Uh, you Know, I, I please don't cry tears for me. It's not like I was going out there looking for them.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I, sure. no, I, I feel you, yeah. man. I feel it. so. So, you were kind of a shy kid. How were you sheltered in what way?
1: Uh, you know, just private school upbringing. My parents, you know, they, they just wanted to, you know, they were doing their best, uh, to create the world that they wanted to see for us. So, you know, there's a big, ugly world out there that we're all uh aware of, and they were just trying to like. Show us the world in their light through their mm-hmm. eyes, so you know, wasn't allowed to watch certain things, wasn't allowed to listen to certain music. I, I, we were going to get to this point eventually, but I didn't even listen to rap until I was like 10, maybe 11 years old in the fourth mm-hmm. grade. That was the first time I ever heard a rap song, wow. and you know, it, it wasn't at home that <laughs> I heard that, right? Yeah.
0: Right? 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 Jenny so, uh, was yeah, sheltered too. I, I Oh, uh, hey, you know what? I gotta give it up to my parents. They, they, they tried. They tried to shelter me, but like it just didn't work. Like they worked so much. <laughs> they, they worked their asses off. You know what I mean? And, and my mom's still working, honestly. But. It's like they worked their asses off So like it was a lot of times It was just me and my sister And my sister was just like The first rap song I ever heard was uh, Gin and Juice, Dr. Dre You know (laughs) So like that was what we did My dad didn't give a shit He like my sister brought home Two Live Crew and I swear to God, we, we we're going to a karate tournament. My, me and my sister were in, and the whole way we we're just listening to "Ooh, me so Horny, Oh Oh, me so Horny, Oh me so Horny, We Love You Long time. all the way to Wisconsin. And uh, I, so so, uh, my my dad, my dad didn't really give a shit what we were doing. And hey, damn, rap songs were my lullabies growing up. Hey, you gotta you gotta give it up for that. That might be a good thing, unless it, uh, it is a rap from a modern version of The Sound of Music. What? <laughs> yeah. They should... What's his name? The guy who did uh, Hamilton? He should do a remix of The Sound of Music. Let's, oh, yeah, yeah. Let's uh, go. Lin-Manuel Miranda. There you go. I remember yeah, my mom's reaction. Uh, yeah, no. That, that thing... I, for, for music, I don't really care for musicals, but I really grew into liking Hamilton. I remember my mom's reaction to seeing me learn to dance to my humps by black, my lovely lady. Yo, you know what? It's it's that weird barrier, I think, that you have to break with your parents at one point where people are, you know, as you're coming up as a kid, there's always that generational gap because my father didn't really ever like rap music, but he understood that, you know, it's just another generation of music. And so he just sort of let it ride. Did your parents ever come into that? I mean, at at what point were you allowed to sort of go and uh, it, it go on and listen to what you want and watch what you want?
1: Well, my dad still hasn't come around to it. I don't think he ever will. Um, <laughs> and to, to my mom, she she'll listen to mine. <laughs> yeah. She'll listen to mine. That's about as far as she'll go with it. Um, but as far as when did when did that change? When was I allowed to? Once I had buying power. Once I, once, once it was <laughs> my dollars going into it. Like, I mean, there's only so much you can control. It. I, you know, I got in a little tr- trouble at one point, and, and my mom took my CDs from me, and and, you know, I was upset. I was like, the music isn't making me do this. I, I was just, <laughs> I'm I, I just built this way. But then, you know, in hindsight, she was right. You know, the, the, the images that they were they were projecting and the music that we listened to. Like, I, you know, I was I was seduced by it, and and I wanted to be that. It and and, let's just say. Not a life I need to be living.
0: In, so. Yeah, well, no. Oh. I mean, I remember listening to Batmaster P when I was like 13. Just like rolling through the rolling through the Project Soul, a half ounce of cocaine. I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> and, and
1: we as kids don't know what we
0: are saying. We just right, I'm some... just rapping through it like, yeah, selling cocaine. What's up, TBB3 AST?
1: Welcome oh, TBB, Beast. That's my boy.
0: Oh, Beast. TBB Beast. Welcome in. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you. Be. Oh my god, no, listen, my my mom didn't want me having tattoos either because she thought they represented the devil. I don't know. What about tattoos? Were your parents into tattoos?
1: Uh, Absolutely not. My my, my mother is southern Christian, my dad Uh, is Catholic. Uh, It's it's like your body is your temple, yeah. You do not not disrespect your body with, with, with tattoos. Now, um, am I into them? No, but like, uh, I'm not mad at anybody for getting ink if, if that's if that's your thing it's just yeah. not my thing i don't have yeah. needles and <laughs> and I, I i have commitment issues so like doing something permanent i don't know about all yeah. that i did get piercings though so uh, hey got my ears pierced that's about as far as i'll go
0: well that's not too permanent right like you could take that back kind of yeah,
1: yeah. you see, you see what i mean yeah.
0: Issues. <laughs> yeah you you could you could take that back a little bit uh so so what you did you start working at like 16 or something like because you said it was yeah. fine part Hours, so
1: yeah so um your and, and, you parents
0: know, what, just, that's pretty cool though your parents raised you responsible enough to be like you know what if you want you want your own shit you gotta go out and get it you know what i mean so
1: yeah it's always been that way if you if you, if you don't like what we eat and cook it yourself if you if, if you want if you want something go get it uh yeah. so yeah my, my, my focus has always been like that but i also come from a very supportive family so mm-hmm. like uh did i always have everything i wanted no but did i ever need anything that i didn't have no yeah, I always had everything I needed, and, and as a kid, you don't always see it that way. It's like, well, why can't I have that? Johnny has that. Well, that's their situation. Uh, my parents always made sure, um, no, no matter how hard it was, or and and we as kids don't see the work they putting in. But right. you know, they, I never needed anything like everything. All my basic needs were always taken care of. Um,
0: hey, junk junko Johnson, welcome in. Thank you so much for that follow. What's up? What's up? Welcome in. Uh, thank you, uh, thank you so much. Yo, uh, it, what, what was uh, did your parents uh, did your parents influence you with music at all, or what kind of music did they listen to?
1: I didn't realize it at the time, but heavily, because um, I, I go back and look at what I listen to uh, nowadays, and it, and it's it, it's it had to come from somewhere. So uh, I actually here's what's funny, um, you know how Spotify does that rap thing at every year at the end of every year and it tells you exactly what you listen to. Well, my Spotify had the, you know, the the breakdown of a of a 65 year old man. <laughs> my, top, my top listened to artist was Santana. Uh, I think like uh, Smooth Jazz was my highest listened to uh, uh, genre. I, I, after that, it was like classic rock. Uh, hip-hop didn't even make the top five, except Lo-Fi Beats was in there at number four. <laughs> It was insane. I was like, whose profile is this?
0: <laughs> Yo, that that's so funny. That's so funny. Yeah. yeah. That's a that's a pretty eclectic uh, eclectic uh, 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 range of music too, especially for someone who raps and, and creates and produces, especially at your level. It's like a, you, I, I guess that makes a lot of sense because when you're talking about production and stuff, you have to be able to draw from like everything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like like I I always find like the best producers are people who have a a, a wide range of of music. Uh, uh, <clears throat> uh, a ride, uh, a appreciation of, of of all different genres, and people who are multi uh, multi uh, instrumentalists. Uh, I always find that they also have a really good feel of, for production. Uh, so so your parents introduced you to a lot of classic rock and 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 smooth yeah. jazz and stuff Motown, like that. Motown. Soul, That's all that. That's dope.
1: Yeah. Uh, the, the one thing I just could never, and, and I, I know somebody's going to get upset. You can't please everybody. I, the one thing that I could never get into, and still to this day, I, I just can't do it. I'm sorry to all the country fans out there. It ain't for me. I, I
0: knew it. I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. Ain't for me. Yo, country. Yo, country. I, I I feel you there. I do feel you. Uh, but I, over the years, as I've gotten old, because I'm old as shit now, but over the years, I've I've really become a fan of country. I I really like the storytelling aspect of it. I mean, there's some really bogus ass shit that's out there. Like me and my pickup truck and my torn blue jeans and fucking drinking Budweisers and beating my wife or whatever the situation is it's like some of it's just garbage right it's just plain old they're gonna repeat the same bullshit over and over again but there is some really good stuff especially like classic uh classic country
1: oh are we counting johnny cash
0: yeah johnny cash
1: hank james taylor uh charlie pride charlie
0: pride is awesome the the, yeah the classic country hank williams jr yes indeed Illy doodly uh what, what what's the one that he Family Tradition? Uh yeah, there you go. Exactly. Hank, why do you drink? yes charlie daniels is it's amazing five
1: o'clock somewhere yeah
0: and even that even now because i put on so like the uh, i work in the kitchen and i can play my i got a little bluetooth speaker in there and oh, I, like i'll just play everything like one morning it'll be like al green radio next morning it'll be like uh you know uh classic country sometimes it's classical music because sometimes i just can't deal with the world and classical music is just perfect for that I love and, it. and it's uh so so it's like a I, I don't know i've been listening to the country station a lot and even played like classic country hits which is a spotify playlist and it had like you know it had some old shania songs on it and had some old you know just just those like 90s hits maybe even early 2000s where it's like because then i was just like Ugh. but i've always been a fan of garth brooks i've always been a fan of shania twain and that kind of stuff. And then there's this one guy that I really dig. His name is Sturgill Simpson. And he sounds like Waylon Jennings, but he, he's from, you know, the... He's from the past, like, you know, five or six years. He is fantastic. But he also talks about taking acid and and, and turtles and, and space. And, and, like, it's just... It's wild. It, it's wild. <sighs> In any case, uh, it's like
1: Bob Ross, but in music form.
0: <laughs> I don't know if Bob Ross ever talked about about taking acid and, and seeing. It's turtles just a feeling things. I get watching him paint. I agree. I agree. It, Bob Ross is—he's just such an enigma too. Like he's yeah. just—he—he. He, he, uh, have you ever seen the documentary on him? No, I haven't. Me neither. Uh, <laughs> In any case, uh, so I, I really, I really, you got to really give it up to your parents. My dad introduced me to jazz and like big band swing, 70s and stuff. So you got to give it up to the parents for, 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 um, you know. Give me that foundation to build upon. Yeah, man. And so, and so then when did you start getting into rap and hip hop?
1: So yeah, the, my first song. And, and if you were trying to keep your kid away from rap, this is probably not the guy you want to be your gateway. But my very first song was Eminem. Yes. <laughs> Without <Yeah>. me. <laughs> Look at mercy, the things he was saying in that song. And I didn't understand it at the time. And going yeah. back and listening to it now, I was like, ooh, that ain't age well.
0: Yeah. yeah. No, it does not. It does not. But he's still, but man, he still throws down. And you got to respect Hell, yeah. that. He's I love Eminem.
1: Still- one of my Uh, biggest influences
0: yeah man like and like his cadence was so different from everyone else's and you know still is and people just bite off it all the time i I was listening to the mgk um diss track on him and and like and then hearing eminem's response and it's just like oh my god like mgk just keep that shit to yourself like no
1: first of all like why bro like (laughs) haven't you studied the game the greats don't even come at M. Yeah. They know better, yeah. and you're not
0: great. <laughs> <laughs> not at all, not at all. And like the fact that he's like doing a diss track and then sort of biting his cadence in the me in parts of it of the sense. yeah, it's like bro, you're not even like original in any sense of the word. It's like you don't bring anything to the table other than you drink what's her name's blood or something. I don't know what's uh, her you, name. You're a cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Cosplay—that's a good description of that dude. He is just cosplay. Uh, I don't know how he has any support, but you know, everybody there's a fan for everyone, I guess. But uh I am not one of them. But so, so you you're getting into Eminem, and, and and then uh and then you start writing your own rhymes and stuff. So how does how does it take off from there? Where you decide like, hey, I'm gonna be a rapper.
1: I'm gonna do this. It's so funny because like. I've had different moments. Um, I can't. I can't really pinpoint one singular one where I was like, I could do this. It's just like, like I said, we. It, the irony is because like everything I do in my music now is I, I try to put my own stamp on it and, and make it as unique to me and do whatever I can to step away from whatever is the status quo. Whenever I, I in fact, like when I go in a create mode, I turn off everything because I don't want it to like filter into what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. But um. That's not how I started. I started. Remember, I told you, I, I did it to fit in. But, like, as I kept sharpening my sword, as I kept, you know, studying and getting better at, I would watch how everybody that I was sitting there at the, at the cool kids' table doing it with started dropping off. Started dropping off. And from a table full of us, now it's a few of us. Now it's only a couple of us left really still doing this. And I'm like, huh. As they kind of started dropping off like flies and I'm still out here, like, studying the game and bettering myself. I was like, huh, maybe maybe there's something here. Um, and then, you know, I started getting into, so another one of my influences is Kanye. And I just like, I, I love the way he puts his projects together. There's always like a, a theme or a story or, or, or an arc or a gimmick. To, there's always something he's doing so that everything is connected. And I always try to emulate that in my own creation. Um, so for me, it was always like, what story can I tell? And I guess the, 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 hmm, the question, your, your question, I'm I'm, I'm answering a, a question you didn't even ask, but the question you asked was, when did I decide like this was for me? Uh, there were a couple different points. There were like, when I was young, I, I told my cousin, um, you know, I might want to do this. And he was like, are you sure it's really hard? And I was like, yeah, well, isn't anything in life? Um, and he was like, you know, and it's so funny that, um, you know, all these years later, he's one of my biggest supporters, but he was one of the ones trying to talk me out of it. Um, then in college, college was a second arc. It's like, if my life was an anime, I'm in like season three or four. Um, <laughs> college, when I went away to college, I was so sure like I'm going to be like the greatest rapper of life. And you can't tell me otherwise. Like I, I am the hottest shit on, this, on the face of this planet. And and I know a lot of you'll be like, well, that's just hip hop. You have to have that. I you have to have that bravado, that arrogance, that that confidence if you're gonna do this. But no, 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 no. I'm that you don't understand. I was like, you gotta have it to like here, and I was all the way up here. <laughs> <laughs> I needed to be humbled by life, and and life smacked me in the face. Uh, and there was a there's a line by Eminem that always resonated with me. It's from the song Till I Collapse. He said, um, oh, now nah, I can't remember, but basically he said. <laughs> the day that I drop, you'll never say that I'm not killing them. And when I'm not, and you're just not feeling it. So he said, basically he's saying like, if I don't have something to say, I'm not gonna like keep forcing it. Like I'm, I'm not gonna rap for the sake of it. Like if, if I don't have a story to tell, that that was the point of the line. Mm-hmm. And I always lived by that same creed. Like I, I, I really believe in that. And it got to a point where I ran out of juice. And um, I, cause I ran out of to say cause I was wearing a mask. I wasn't being authentic. I was playing a character. Um. Like that dude that thought he was like the hottest shit in the world. That wasn't me. That was insecurity. Uh, like that, that was a uh, overcompensating for insecurities, mm-hmm. but it just became, it, it took on a life of its own that my mind started believing it. But like, once you run out of things to say, it's like, well, how are you going to back that up? So I actually quit rapping for four years Oh wow. Four whole years. I just stuck to producing. And then, you know, I picked it back up around 2017 because that was when a lot of like the, I mean, this stuff has been going on throughout history, but you know, the coverage of the law enforcement uh, issues we were having in our country were, were starting to get rampant again uh, across uh, the media. Yeah. And I don't know, there was a night I woke up, I had a dream. It was one of those, like, I I, I believe in the meaning behind dreams and sometimes like, you know, were being spoken to, hmm. and there was a dream where, like, like it was like Moses from the Bible. You know, set my people free, <laughs> and I was like, I, I, I gotta write this down. And that day, like to that point, like I was still new in my producing. I, 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 it was so like it was the best I could do just to make a song sound like a beat at that time. <laughs> yeah, and, and and if it sounded cohesive, it was a, it was an accomplishment for me. Um. Like, I was kind of producing by accident back then. But this was the first time I ever sat down at my computer, came up with a beat, wrote the song, recorded it all on the same day. And it was a a record called Moses. And I was like, huh, maybe I do still have it. Um, And I was like, but I got to make sure whatever it is that I'm doing, there's a mission behind it. It can't just be I'm rapping because I'm the best rapper. Like, you can miss me with all that. There's got to be a mission behind it. (laughs) Yeah. So it was at that point, um, 2017, I started rapping again. And on on my birthday in 2018, I just moved home, kind of reset my life. Things weren't going so great. I was two years out of college, struggling to figure out what I was doing professionally. And I was down bad and depressed. And on my 25th birthday in 2018, I looked myself in the mirror and made a decision. I said, I looked in the camera, not the camera, the mirror. (laughs) look myself in the eye and said, I'm not going to let you down. I'm choosing you. And cause you know, I, I've seen people older, much, much, much older than me looking back in life, talking about what they could have, should have, would have done. You know, you know, them folk at the barbershop. Oh, yeah. I was like, I can't be that guy. Yeah. Whether I succeeded this or fail miserably. It's gotta be done on my terms. So that's why I call, you know, since 2018 on my birthday, I celebrate Rome day every year, not just, as my day of birth but the day I chose myself so like officially under the the Rome kingdom like 2018 is when like I knew
0: no yeah. um you said that life smacked you in the face that sort of uh got you off of rapping and stuff and just sort of, what was it that 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 hit you so hard that make you stop
1: rapping i i th- there's no, I, I don't have a poetic way of saying this. I couldn't rap anymore. Oh, yeah. Like, I literally, I would sit down and write, and I couldn't come up with anything.
0: And was it, like, would you write stuff and be like, this is garbage? Or would you just, like, literally couldn't write anything?
1: I wouldn't get much further than four or eight bars.
0: You'd be like, this sucks, I'm done.
1: Yeah, it's just like, and, like, I would literally, it's almost like, like, when Samson cut his hair and lost his powers, uh, it was like my my mystical abilities had been drained from my body <laughs> but yeah. yeah I go ahead yeah in hindsight it it, it sucked at the time I'm not mm. going to sit here and act like it was fun but it, it was necessary um, yeah it, it really put life into perspective at that time I I just picked up producing and I was like huh well maybe maybe I'll just be a producer like and I had convinced myself or at least attempted to convince myself that I'll just be a producer mm. you know I'm, I'm happy with that that's cool I, I never I thought I love producing, but it was an unintended byproduct of learning how to do it. I, I learned to love it. I was like, I'll just do this producing thing. Um, and, and I'll always be around music. And, you know, if, you know, I can do the DJ Khaled thing and maybe I'll jump on a verse from time to time just to show people he used to be a rapper. <laughs> but uh, yeah, it, it was, it was started with that dream in 2017 and then that that commitment I made myself in 2018 but yeah that, it was a rough period like I was yeah. really like not feeling myself in life
0: yeah where where were you where, where cuz you said you moved back from home where were you at that time where you're just sort of floundering and not really having direction with your music
1: so i was uh so this was between at least it was like my last couple of years in college and my first couple of years out so uh, this was like circa 2016 mm. um why well, I quit for four years. So this would have been around 2014 that I really stopped driving. Uh, so I was still in college at the time I was living in Philly. Mm. Um, great city, by the way, I love yeah. Philly. Um, and uh, after living in Philly, I was in Jersey for a little bit uh, commuting between Jersey and New York. Um, and, and that's that's kind of where I had my first quote unquote break out of, out of school and on paper. If, if you looked at my life from an outsider's point of view, I was, you know, doing all right. I had a college degree, really stacked resume, uh, working in New York, you know, everything you would think you want. Right. But I was just dying on the inside because nothing felt right. I never felt appreciated in, in any of what I was doing. I didn't feel like I loved what I was doing. What were you doing? Uh, uh, public relations. That's what I got my degree in. Oh, sweet. It can be.
0: <laughs> it can also not be. What what in what field though in public relations? Like who were you what were you working with? Like what you know, like some people work with, you know, artists, some people work with companies and businesses. What what field of PR were you in? Finance. Finance. Okay. Okay.
1: So uh that was also a great period of my life because I didn't know nothing about finance, but I knew PR, so it was like yeah. You know, PR is PR no matter where you do it. Mm. It's 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 transferable skill sets. You just have to learn the knowledge base of whatever you're servicing. Um, mm. So it taught me a lot about finance, uh, uh, something which I'm pretty miserable at. Uh, <laughs> so it taught me a lot and, and it set the foundation of everything that I'm working towards now. I didn't realize it at the time, but it, it started opening my eyes to a world that I didn't see myself fitting into. And now it's like non-negotiable. Um, things that i'm going to work towards in the uh, the future um and then i was also doing a lot of events uh events management events services um that falls under that um you know communications is a very 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 broad and unspecific field Uh, there's a lot in it and and i've done you know in in my very short career i've done a decent amount
0: yeah now, isn't it funny that how um, all the things in life that you learn, whether you're into it or not, you're just—it all sort of culminates into, uh, it, like all paths sort of run into one, right? Like it's mm-hmm. just, it's there's something fucking—I there, don't know. There's something, there's something divine about it. There's something me- mystical about it where you're just going through life, and even if you hate what you're doing, even if you're just unappreciated, and but you're still learning. You're learning some yep. skills. You're learning something that's going to add to this and and, and 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 that's the great thing about it is like if you're paying attention it never stops right like it never stops it always keeps sort of feeding into that main goal and and, and that's one thing that I realized about life just just I mean again I'm, I'm almost 40 now and so like I'm still learning it's all still kind of mm. coming together you know what I mean I'm still learning what works and what doesn't and and, and I always find it fascinating to hear when people are sort of, you know, you're saying, "Hold on, give me a second. <laughs> It's always interesting to hear when um, when you know, when artists, I mean cuz you're you're still young, you're still a young man. You're still killing it out there, so like uh, yeah, it, it's it's awesome to see when when people notice it and recognize it and and it, like you're saying it's like you didn't know anything about finance, but now it's sort of coming back because this is music is, is, is if you want to be in music, if you want to participate in this. It's not just music. It's a music business, right? And so you got to understand music. Yeah. You, you got that. You're doing that, but then there's the business side. And I think that's what crushes a lot of people's spirits is like, you don't really understand both sides of it. And, and it it takes a long time to understand that, but yeah.
1: Yeah. And, and it's something I tell people all the time, anytime they'll listen, um, you know, every every phase of your life, every job, every wherever you are, is going to be part of your story. Um, you know, it's, it's part of, so like, you know, it, where I work now, I'm a manager and I have young people under me and I'm like, you know, I know you might not like it here, you might not like what you're doing, but I promise you, you, you can take something from this wherever you're headed. I can pinpoint something from every job I've had, every class I've taken, every, t- well, okay, that's capped. <laughs> there were a lot of useless classes along the way. Uh, that's a conversation for a different day. Um, but every job I've had, uh, pretty much every level of education, I, had, I can pinpoint something that I'm still using to this day mm. to accomplish my goals. And, and, and something you said about how, you know, you know, you're a little older than me, but still learning. Uh, I I am a firm believer in this. And if anybody is here from the kingdom, you've heard me say this a hundred times. The day you stop learning is the day you stop living. That's a double entendre thing about it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I mean, there's a lot, there's a lot to that, man, because it's like, one you see it in like people who retire or or people or people Well, you see it in some bad management right like they've learned all they need to learn so this is how they're gonna do it and they're gonna like even if it's not like you you see it and even in musicians who sort of hit this stagnant point where they're not growing anymore where they're just sort of putting out the same thing that they've been doing and that's Mm -hmm. why I love Kanye West too because he's always doing something different and I love his, even when he's doing his marketing ploys and like, you know, wearing MAGA hats. I don't give a shit, son. Like, I don't care what Kanye does because it's all going towards this bigger goal and it's all going towards. I, I like this idea that Kanye has now, where he's sort of like um, he doesn't want to follow some narrative, right? Like he's like, I'm not gonna just follow some narrative because of the color of my skin, or or because I'm I'm Christian, or I'm doing this or that. He's like, I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do because I, I, that's who I am. And it's like, and he encourages everyone to do the same. And mm-hmm. I agree that, and not not that I agree with you know MAGA or anything like that, but uh, I can still like take a step back from all the all the bullshit that. That surrounds that red hat and see where he's coming from and see that he's not trying to fit into some mold for people to be like oh yeah there's kanye doing the doing the kanye he is constantly changing it up it, even even when he's making fun of pete davis like, that shit's amazing okay <laughs> this shit is amazing <laughs> so it, it, to me i i feel like you know once you stop learning you stop living too man i agree with that completely and it, it, that's a beautiful thing to tell your community, man, because you got to sort, you got to keep it pushing or it's, you're going to get stagnant, stale. And, and and what is that? What kind of life is that? That's how people
1: die in life. Yeah. And, and that's part of that's part of the double entendre. Right.
0: <laughs> because right.
1: like like so. So one half of it is literally. Uh, the day I stopped living, uh, the day I stopped learning is the day I stop living, you know, yeah. when I'm, you know, when my time comes, but also right. like, if I choose to stop improving upon myself, like what even is life at that point? Right. Like, is it even life or am I just like going through the motions? And right. I don't want to just go through the motions. I want to get the most out of this short, very short, um, brief time that we have here that, that we're blessed to be here. And I don't want to waste these gifts because there's for our, however many billion of people, billions of people live on earth right now. There's many, 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 many billions more who have already gone on who would trade places with us right now. So yeah. let's not let's not disrespect this gift that we have, which is the time that we have here, this this beautiful life that we're we're living, that we're breathing. You know, is it perfect all the time? Rarely. But yeah. it ain't about me. Perfect ain't the purpose, is another thing we say over there in the kingdom. It's mm. like let's just let's take what we have, be present and, and, and make the most of it and 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 be appreciative, be appreciative of what we have versus like you know, worrying about what we don't.
0: Yeah. No, I I agree with that wholeheartedly, man. I mean, like, even today, you, you got to think that there are, like, you know... There's a lot of people who who hate on America and like I I know America is not perfect, but like when you think about people who are actually there are actually like more slaves now than there ever has been in in the history of of mankind. There like to think that there's places in other in other countries where you can't go get a clean glass of water, which again in this country we there's places where you can't get a clean glass of water. Flint, Michigan. What the fuck? What's going Mm -hmm. on with that? Let's, Let's step it up a bit, folks. But it, but like there's just I don't know, there's a lack of appreciation, I think, in this country or in this generation, maybe, maybe it's the Internet. I don't know what it is, but like I think there is a lack of appreciation where people don't are not thankful for what they have. They're just sort of uh, expecting more at all times. And 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 I I, I don't know, man. I, maybe I just sound like an old crotchety guy now. It's like, these kids these days I have no appreciation. But it's like I, I really do feel like that because I don't know if you ever spent any time on Twitter it's a fucking cesspool (laughs) over there but it's just like all these entitled assholes like telling people how to think how to live and again going back to Kanye I I really appreciate that he's one person who's like I'm not gonna follow this these rules that you supposedly set for me and I and and and, and, then show appreciation for what we do have because again we could be living somewhere where you know they throw gays off the top of a, a, a skyscraper because they don't like what you do or and and not to say it doesn't happen here folks but i'm just saying uh there are places where, where atrocities happen constantly on and it's just a normal part of life and again i know that this country has a lot of work to do a lot but but the fact that we're able to sort of to to have a voice and we can kind of uh find our way and find a path uh, that to success and whatever you determine success to be, I feel like that's a very huge part about being in these, you know, in in, in first world countries. We'll just keep it like that. But it's like I I, I, I I am very appreciative of what we have here. But again, you know, lots of work to do. I don't know how's that fall in your ears.
1: Um, we feel very similar about a lot of those things. It's it's. Um it's part of why I wanna get out and, and see so much more than what it is that we have here. And I feel like that would open people's eyes mm-hmm. to how blessed we are. Um, I, I wanna travel a bit and just to just to see that there's a world outside of us. Yeah. Um, because I think a lot of times we get so focused on us being the central, centrality of everything. Um, and that's another thing. like it, I, I do my best and, and and I've had to be a lot more selfish in recent times just to, you know, protect my peace and my energy, but I do try to think about, you know, my fellow, my, my neighbor over, uh, in addition to myself, not over myself, I used to put everybody before me. Um, and, and I'm working on that, but, you know, I, I do think outside of myself and I think if we all took the time, uh, just a little time to do that, we'd realize how simple not easy but simple a lot of these things are we could fix Mm. um in society because i think a lot of a a lot of our issues stem from me 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 instead of we we we
0: and
1: um no i know i'm oversimplifying this and and to break this all down in in a matter of seconds to answer one question would be a, a gross disservice to really tackling these issues but just to like sum this down in in a simple way like I agree like um there there does seem to be at least I feel it too a a lack of appreciation for what there is versus um what there isn't and like you said there's a lot of work to be done and I think we should approach these these things in bite-sized pieces because trying to attack it all at once is is too much of an undertaking um but you know hell even days like today, Juneteenth is, a, Juneteenth is a celebration of both how far we come but how much further we have to go and mm-hmm. and you know days like today are commemorative of that and and like I mentioned in my uh, community today I said let's uh you know let's let, let's not let our ancestors sacrifice go in vain so you know, be the bright light that you wish to see and that's what I do my best to do I'm not perfect I'm far from it and and I slip up on occasion but that's why you know one of the uh you know we set the gold standard of excellence in the kingdom and one of the things we <clears throat> is one of our mantras is hold each other accountable
0: mm-hmm.
1: um so I have my community hold me accountable just as much as I do for them uh so i I do my best in my not just in my words but in my actions try to be that that light uh, that example for what I want to see in the world
0: yeah Yeah. Yeah. Well said, man. It's like you got to be the reflection, right? You got to be the what you want to see. I would like that. Hey, Silverette Rose or Silveretta? Is that? Oh, yeah. Silveretta's here. Hey, (laughs) what's up? up? What's up, Silveretta? Thank you for being here. That is Rome. That is him in the flesh, in the flesh. makes sense right there. Welcome She's awesome. welcome in welcome in. Uh we got a question from the chat and and I think Yay. uh that's uh it, it's it's something I was curious about as well. Uh with the producing, <laughs> did you also learn audio engineering or do you mostly use DAWs for your work? Um so yeah, answer that and I got so so I'm guessing the, the um so audio engineering and and working with DAWs are kind of the same the same thing yeah. so what what I, I'm just curious of what what dogs did you start off on
1: <laughs> oh, here's a funny story Buckle in for this one So I had no concept of what recording was uh, So the first time I recorded anything Was I in the 8th grade? I see,
0: okay So she's asking if you are using hardware or software Oh, oh
1: no, no, no. I have no experience working hardware um, Or analog or any of that So I, I'm strictly digital But mm. uh, I do have interest in learning it at some point
0: point. And a doll, but, uh, for people that don't know Is a digital audio workstation uh, Like Pro Tools or Logic Or yep. Fruity Loops or whatever whatever just so people
1: know so yeah so anybody who's uh familiar with recording you'll get a little chuckle out of this so when i first you know i had been writing for a little bit but i had never put a song together so this was like maybe eighth grade ninth grade i'm just kicking it at the house alone uh nobody's at home so i'm just like you know probably saying things i shouldn't be saying <laughs> looking over my shoulders mom I'm home yet but um, <laughs> i didn't know what a doll was i didn't know how people recorded i just yeah. happened to find this little webcam audio recorder on uh it was like windows audio or windows webcam or something yeah and it had, uh an audio input recording thing in there so i was like oh okay i can put songs together Hell so yeah. i would go to these websites <laughs> <laughs> that sold beats right i would arm the the recording thing on the uh on the desktop click play on the beat so it's playing out loud on the speakers the mic is picking up the uh, the the speaker audio then i'm rapping the whole song every hook every verse one take (laughs) and then hitting the nature boy (laughs) oh yeah so uh (laughs) one taking the entire song no concept of flow or anything it, 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 that's was how how I was recording songs okay they, they were horrible as you'd probably expect hey um no audio quality and then so then I get to high school right i'm doing this for a little bit so still the same thing I, I play a couple for my friends and you know they're you know they're of they, they don't like it but they're supportive yeah they, hey. you know, what, 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 what's this hobby you he'll, he'll he'll get over it at some point well let's just win amp yeah fine. yeah yeah so then uh one of my friends come to find out he's doing his own little music thing shout out to my boy richard um he's like yeah just come over to my house i'll show you how we do it um because he was actually in to me he was making music that sounded good um mm. i i think we both can objectively look back on it now and be like yeah bro, we. we. but <laughs> compared to what i was doing this was pro- professional yeah so he had pro tools yeah and he was i don't know where he was getting his beats from but uh he had pro tools and he had a mic that he had uh gotten from somewhere i don't know um and so he was actually recording into a dog. I was like, oh, I don't know what any of this is, but okay, cool. So I'd go over to his house. We put some songs down. Um, most of them were pretty terrible, but we had our, we had ourselves a little rap group. There were four of us. <laughs> um, he was doing the singing, and then there, there were three of us that considered ourselves rappers. Uh, so that was Pro Tools. Then when I got my own, uh, I had my own little laptop. So I, had, I was using Acoustica Mixcraft because it was cheap. Uh, still using my webcam mic. Um, but then when I got my first job, this was summer of 10th grade. what what do you do when you have no idea what you do? You look at the people that you have around you that do know what they're doing. So my boy had Pro Tools. I just thought that's what everybody used. I didn't know that there were different dolls or whatever, there were levels to this. I was just like, okay, he had Pro Tools, so I'll use Pro Tools at least. So if I need any help, I got somebody that knows what they're doing. Right. Did a 16 year old with with no audio training need to be spending $500 on Pro Tools? Probably (laughs) not, not as a gateway. Yeah, but that's what I did. So uh, I use Pro Tools from the tenth grade through basically twenty
0: twenty. Yo, that that's not a bad way to start, though. You gotta say, I, I gotta say, I mean, Pro Tools is basically the industry standard. Um, and I mean, but uh, I know it's kind of changed in the past few years because people are into Logic and stuff too, mm-hmm. and like it's it's kind of shifted a little bit from the Pro Tools. Uh, uh, you know, industry standard, but it, it is pretty much industry standard. So like to know that and to, to have that under your belt, I think that's a very, I mean, that's great. I mean, you didn't need to do that, but like the fact <laughs> that you didn't know what you were doing, like, and you just did that. It, I mean, it sets you up for success, you know, further down the road. And, and so did you just, you, you just use pro tools. You didn't use anything else like reason well, or anything like that.
1: That was for recording. Mm-hmm. Um, when I started producing, so I, I so I credit like my sophomore year of college is when I started learning how to produce. And that's mm-hmm. like the Genesis of like, when I started taking it seriously, but I had played around on like the free version of FL studio in high school. So yeah, I was it. familiar with the layout and mm-hmm. how to use the drum sampler. And so, um, I, I used FL studio to produce, um, I, again, I used mixed craft for a little bit cause it was a cheaper option, but I yeah. didn't know what I was doing with it. Then, um, I kind of got fed up with pro tools. um, I just didn't like the way they sh- they changed the program and, and stripped all the plugins out. And Now you got to buy everything individually that was already in here when I, when I bought it the first time. So I had Pro Tools LE8, then I upgraded to 10. Mm. When I upgraded to 12, everything that I had been using for the past however many years was gone. And oh. I had to buy each plugin individually instead of them just being stopped. Oh, fuck. And, and they still had stuff in there you could use. It wasn't yeah. completely like torn down, but it's just like, I didn't like it. Um... So when I got my custom PC built back in 2020, um, I was like, it's kind of inefficient to produce in one doll and then record in a different one and then it'd be going back and forth. So I was like, I started doing research. What doll can I both produce and record in comfortably? And again, you can do both in pretty much every doll, yeah. but each one has its strengths and its weaknesses. So um, like I hate recording in FL and producing in Pro Tools was just like, <laughs> It. I'm like, good. <laughs> I do it. I feel it. <laughs> So I was like, what can mm. I use where I can use both comfortably? And I fell upon Studio One. Mm. And I was like, oh, this is cool. And I can map the buttons just like Pro Tools. So it's not mm. like I have to learn all new hotkeys. So I was like, I'm really cool with this. So when I bought my new computer, I installed Studio One and I was ready. I was just gonna use this one doll and, and do everything in Studio One. Um, I I made a couple beats in Studio One, it was cool, I liked it, and then a homie of mine pass me get pass me a deal i could not turn down uh um a legit copy of fl studio 20 um paid for we, we worked ourselves out a, a little situation but it's paid for it's legit and i was like i ain't about to say no yeah. <laughs> hey it, it's something i've got 10 years of experience with so right. um so I'm, I'm back to producing with fl studio <laughs>
0: okay okay no i'm working between 2 dollars hey why not man i mean if you know it like i love um Man, I I really got into uh, Ableton uh, for a while, and the learning curve was such a bitch, but, like, man, Uh uh, I really enjoyed it, and then I moved out of my studio and then into... uh, And now I'm here in Ohio, but uh, now now I'm just straight logic, and I don't really like producing in Logic. It's kind of a pain in the balls, but, like, I've I've learned what I'm doing, and, and it works with what I'm doing right now. So... You know, I, I feel you, man. There's some programs that are like really great for for doing both. There's some programs that are great for just like making beats. There's some programs that are just you know that, that just suck. But I, I I can't believe that Pro-D fucking did that. How are you gonna how are you gonna take away the plugins you've been using for like the last you know ten years and then be like, yeah. you gotta pay for it now, bro? That's how we work it. i i I hate that i hate it when people when when these companies decide to choose greed over just like why can't you just make your interface like simpler or or or, you know (laughs) like make make it better just like why don't you improve upon it instead of 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 make you know making people pay for more stuff and that's probably why a lot of people are switching out of pro tools too you know they're just like what what kind of garbage is this is there any plugins that you that you really like using that are like third party that 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 you
1: bought? Oh yes, 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 yes. I'm I'm like, oh, because I'm using FL Studio, so I'm Mister Third Party over here. <laughs> um, yes, FL Studio has some great stuff built in. I'm not throwing shade, yeah. but yeah,
0: calm down, know, people, calm down. <laughs>
1: You know they they do have their uh, but a lot of that stuff is like if you're really heavy in the sound design, which I am not, uh, mm. and don't don't have any desire to be. Yeah, uh, I'd rather just get in and get out. Give me give me the presets, please. I feel, <laughs> I feel you.
0: I feel you. I feel you.
1: So I I went heavy with the Native Instruments. So I got contact and all uh the complete library. I bought uh, was it eleven or twelve? I think I have I have eleven and twelve. Um, okay. complete. And then uh, I've got Output. I love all the Output stuff, their entire suite. Um, Arcade, I love, which is separate from their instrument engines. But, you know, Arcade is a Mm. beast. We call it the cheat code in the kingdom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The cheat code.
1: Yeah, so uh, I've I've recently gotten into um, using Ana2, which is an analog uh, synthesizer from Slate Digital. I got the Slate Digital All Access Pass. I got Isotope
0: oh um, i love isotope is, is that oh, for your mastering or for do you the use mixing a, and mastering this, yeah. yeah um
1: yeah so on that side of things i really like slate digital they got the the virtual mix rack mm. i use that a lot especially when working on my vocals yeah, uh, i use great. isotopes uh nectar and uh, yeah and, and um what's the other one Neutron, nectar, neutron, then ozone for mastering. Um, I, Cause I, I don't know much about mastering. I'm not gonna sit here and lie to you. There's no cap in the kingdom. We live on that that code, so I'm not gonna sit here and pretend to be any more of an expert than I am. Uh, mastering, I haven't learned it yet. So ozone helps out a lot. <laughs> oh yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Totally. Uh, no, I I that, I man, I I loved isotopes so much for mixing and mastering. It was just like um, it changed the game for me because. Uh, I'm kind of like you with the, like, give me some presets, but I definitely am like, let's hear what these presets sound like, and then let's tweak from there, right? Yeah, like, of course. Right? It's not just like, it's a one-glove-fits-all, one, one glove fits all, but it's definitely, like, a great place to start, especially if you're not 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 completely versed in it, but I've gotten really good at... At mixing and mastering, I, I guess not great, but I've gotten. I I got I got to slow down. I've gotten pretty decent at mixing and mastering, and and knowing what I'm doing, and so like the. But I I, I a lot of it came from just learning how to use Izotope and using. Know, certain certain uh you know compression and using like uh, multi-band compression was huge for me once i learned what that did because you know there's just so much to it to to mixing yeah. and mastering because that's like a whole art of its own right like there's mix <clears throat> houses there's mastering houses and you know pro- production is is totally different from all of that so it's like i feel like today you kind of have to take on all those roles if you really awesome, want to, but you got to. Yeah. I mean, how far do you go? Do you, do you do like, um, do you do like album design too? Do you do all your Everything own shows? Yeah. Yeah.
1: Everything in house. Even my, even my graphic art. So it, all those covers you see on my, on, mm-hmm. on my, my music on Spotify, I design them. Uh, I have, so I, I'm, I'm big on giving credit where it's due. I have worked with other um, producers and engineers. Mm-hmm. Um, my first EP Uh, define over time you can um that was done at a friend's studio he recorded mixed, and mastered the whole thing uh did an excellent job excellent job and and i was sitting there watching and learning from him as we go and and i would still be going to him if if you know time and scheduling and and you know some other things yeah (laughs) you know we had the flexibility to do so but he's so great his name's animus he's so great at what he does um i i swear by him and i learned a lot from him but i you know i had to make the decision that was best for me and and go in-house with everything i what you're looking at right here is a a studio i built with my own hands i was like i took the same amount of money that i would put in a one session into the the construction materials for this i was like I mean, I have the knowledge. It's just a matter of doing it and, and putting in the reps, putting in the time and learning it. Yeah. And I made that decision literally right before the pandemic hit. Oh, so imagine man. had I not done that. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be getting any music
0: done. Yeah. It's. I guess I'll wait until this is over, until I yeah. can keep going. Uh, I think that's that was the great thing about the pandemic that it really allowed a lot of people, not everybody, but, you know, allowed a lot of people to sort of dig into – uh dig into whatever they were what whatever path they were on right like i i I learned a lot about web design i learned a lot about building my website making a website work building out my podcast which which over the pandemic it like quadrupled it was just like nuts like if you put if it gave us the time to to really dig in and understand what i'm doing find sponsorship twitch I mean the whole thing, ma- making the podcast. It went from you know paying for this podcast to be online to where I'm getting paid to do the podcast now. So it's like it's it, it the pandemic was so crucial for that. I, I don't know was the pandemic good for you for that as well? Did you figure out some stuff? I mean, life you changing. Had, go ahead, please.
1: Yeah, life changing. Mm-hmm. Um, while and I do not, I I want to preface this next statement by saying I am not downplaying the severity of what the world went through. yeah, Um, It it sucks that COVID hit us the way it did. But as far as like the pandemic aspect of it or or like the quarantine aspect of it, I should say, like the the staying at home and not really getting out and interacting with folk. um, I feel like for those who are familiar with Dragon Ball Z, I feel like I was in the hyperbaric time chamber. And the last couple of years have allowed me to... Close the gap on a lot of my own growth. Like, I, I feel like I grew maybe five, six years in the last two. Yeah. Um, just because of the, the focus it, time I had on myself and, you know, and wasn't much else to do. So, um, <laughs> yeah. you know, I, I couldn't sit there and wallow in, in, in you know, self pity. I had to, you know, make something of myself. And, you know, I, a lot of things I was preparing to do prior to the pandemic. I wasn't ready for. Yeah. I was about to start booking shows. I, I didn't even have a set list. I didn't even know how to perform. I just started performing in twenty
0: eighteen.
1: Wow. Um, I, I was terrified for years to get on stage, and finally started doing it. And then got in my head. Okay, let's start booking shows. So you don't even know how to command. You don't even have stage presence. You talking about booking shows? <laughs> you don't have an EPK. You talking about booking shows? Yeah. You don't have music out. You talking about booking shows? Yeah. <laughs> who who wants to see you (laughs) nobody and so i had to like so in my mind i don't know how i thought i was about to do this like start begging everybody put me on their set yeah Okay. what do you bring to the table bro (laughs) i didn't even have my brand together yet right i couldn't even tell you what my purpose was you know all that is figured out now
0: what is Um, your purpose
1: Well, I always start every stream by saying, welcome to the kingdom. My name is Rome. I make music for the dreamers, making your purpose my purpose, which Mm -hmm. means if you have goals, dreams, aspirations, or any type of purpose that you're chasing, please come find yourself a seat at the table where you'll be uplifted, empowered, supported, but most importantly, held accountable because we uphold the gold standard of excellence here in the kingdom. So what that means is like, I want to... Again, this is all about being the example and putting your, you know, putting your actions where, where your mouth is. Hmm. It's like, I chose me and I want to prove myself right. I'm not worried about proving anybody wrong. Like, that that's that's living out of spite. I don't have any place in my heart for that. But I do want to prove myself right. And I want to show other people that they can prove themselves right. It doesn't have to be music. and For a lot of people, it shouldn't be. <laughs> but, you know, if you you've too. got something you're chasing and you're really it's not just about following your dream, following your passion. Cause a lot of like a lot of just keeping it real here. A, a lot of that stuff can be unrealistic and, you know, we still have responsibilities in life and we still have people that we're committed to, especially if we're raising families. But my point being, if you're, if you're willing to put in the time, the work and the effort to, to make all your dreams come true, do it. If you fall flat on your face, do it anyway you because you can stand on the fact that you did it your way and you put your time in but you got to be willing to, to live with whatever the consequence is but if, if you're if you're cool with that and, and your understanding of the repercussions go for it who's stopping you but you period so that's what that's what you know making your purpose my purpose is all about because i want to show that there is a way you just got to know what comes with that
0: yeah. That whole like Follow your dreams and passions That's such a <laughs> blanket statement That assholes mm-hmm. just tell people You know what I mean Like it's is like,
1: why I'm careful about the way I phrase
0: it <laughs> <laughs> no I feel that man I feel it because some people are just like yeah follow your dreams and passion well, what does that mean it's like some people don't even know what their passions are maybe some people never had the chance to discover that or some people don't know what the steps are to get to those dreams and passions you know what I mean like mm. uh, you, do you know what your workflow is do you know how you work do you know what you're doing do you know what your brand is do you know what you're working for like what is your goal do you have a goal is it just to be on stage in front of millions of people making millions of dollars with with big booties in your face on instagram all the time like what is your goal like what is it that you're trying to do and it's like uh they don't talk about like the work that goes into that the hours of learning pro tools the hours of getting your bars right the hours of uh, of, of, of not just writing rhymes but but accumulating knowledge that people care about is like reading books and like you know understanding yourself and and protecting your energy and knowing what your energy is and like knowing what your potential is it's like no one talks about the self-work and this and the mental health that you have to deal with you know what i mean like no one talks about like how stressful this shit is it's like this is, like, like I've toured for years, and, like, knowing what a tour is, knowing how to book a tour, knowing how to, like, what what it is to go on tour, that shit is stressful. You know, people think that musicians <laughs> is just, like, you know, like they just show up, party, doing, you know, drugs turn and hanging. Up. Yeah, turn up all the time, bro. It's like I've gone on the road where I was straight keto diet, straight edge as fuck, right? And I'm in a, on a tour with a reggae band who parties, smokes weed constantly, just doing the most, and I'm sitting here, it's like, well, I'm just going to go ahead and eat my peanuts, and uh, you guys have fun eating your hamburgers and drinking beers while, you know, like, that alone, you're not sleeping well, sometimes you're sleeping on wet floors, and there's a dog that's just, like, in your face, and, like, you know, like, weirdos hanging around, like, people coming and trying to, like, Get into your circle while you're trying to prepare to go on stage. It's just, like there's a lot to it. It's not just you know show up party let's go. It's like it, finding That's somewhere party to see. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's a fucking stressful bunch of shit, man. I don't, I don't particularly even like tour anymore. I I love it, but like God, man. I'm, again. I'm almost forty. I got a son. You know, I got a wife over here. Like, I, it's like I I don't know. Like, it's just it's too much for me these days. I would just rather. I'd, I'd rather just do the easiest gig I can do and then get, give me the money, the most amount of money that that I can get and, and I'm done, you know, like I just like that's what I love about Twitch, right? Twitch is great. Not that it's like, not that it equates that it can, but not that it equates the amount of income you can make going out and gigging, but it, it's definitely one of those things where it's like, come on, you pop on, you say hi, you do your thing, you talk, you chat, you play music, maybe whatever it is. And you just fucking you turn off your computer and you're done. There's no like pulling down speakers. There's no dealing with drunk people who are like, "That was so awesome," or, or like you know, like I, I work with my wife a lot, so they're just trying to like, you know, hit on my wife or or you know whatever the situation is and trying to touch her hair or whatever. It's like, bro, back the fuck up. It's like it 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 it's just it's so much better. It and it, like it's air conditioned in here, you know, like there's no smoke bellowing in. I don't have to deal it, – it, there's no, like, weirdos staring at you for a prolonged amounts of time that's just uncomfortable. It's a very comfortable space for me to be and perform and do what I like to do, whereas, man, the road and, and gigs and booking shit and talking to people, it, 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 there's a lot to it. And So, I mean, all that just to say is, like, man, there's more to this shit than just pursue your passions, pursue your dreams. It's, like, you have to understand that there's – uh, there's, a whole, there's a whole steps into the process and know those steps and understand those steps and, and learn it to the best of your ability because you're going to need it You're going to need all that information you've been accumulating over the years and you're going to need to put it into action and you're going to have to like talk shit to people who don't want to pay you the full amount of money they owe you and you're going to have to learn how to change a tire because you're going to you're going to you're going to hit a fucking pothole in one of these shitty broke down cities and and you're going to have to be out there in the rain cranking a fucking wrench trying to get your new tire on the van. It's it's a it's, it's crazy. It's crazy. And that's just one aspect of music. Right. I mean, the aspect of music that you're going down is, well, you want to do performance as well, but, you know, the aspect of music that you're going down is like, you know, I'm producing, so how do I get my music out there? Like, sample packs, um, you know, like, how do I monetize this? How do you, you know, who, who do you talk to to get your money, to get your music in, in, uh, heard by people? How do I get on these playlists? How do you get on Spotify playlists? That, do you do Spotify playlists? How do you do that shit? It's like there's so it's much. Yeah, it's a lot so to understand. <laughs> and and that's not even performing. That's not even performing. And then then you want to expand it to performance. I mean, it's a whole fucking, it's a, it's a mess. But understanding that if you want to pursue it, it's like you got to do this shit. You got to show up to work every day. You got to like, you really got to put in the time, the energy. You got to you learn this shit because it's not just, hey, Sin Kill, welcome in.
1: Hey, Sin Kill in the building. What's welcome, up? Homie? Welcome, welcome.
0: It's and it's, in the building we're going we're going it's 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 it, it's definitely pursue your dreams and your passions but understand what that is before you decide that i'm just gonna be fucking rapping big booties and and and, and limousines whatever the situation is you know so it, it, it's 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 a lot man it's 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 a full-time job if you treat it right if you treat it like that which you should
1: yeah, you have to if you if you if you're really gonna be built for it. And and it's a struggle. I'm not gonna sit here and and, and paint it as any, as if it were easy, because if it was, wouldn't we all be doing it? <laughs> but um Yeah. I, I tell people all the time, you know, this life ain't glamorous until it is. And and right. you know, mine ain't glam yet. <laughs> uh, it, and and what's glamorous for each person, it, it differs because everybody's got different things that they're looking for. Uh, and you know, I I don't want mine to be, you know, the quote unquote typical rapper. You know what I mean? Like what you were just describing. I mean, that's cool <laughs> if that's your life, but like I'm not out here trying to, you know, perpetuate an image that isn't me. Yeah. And and that was where it got so exhausting before, because wearing a mask, I was wearing a mask long before COVID.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and it, it it was it was so. Empowering to finally take it off and realize that, hey, you know, back in the day, it's like I, all I ever wanted was to be liked and to fit in. And guess what? That hasn't changed. The only difference between me now and me then is I don't care if I don't. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Huh? You know, back then I was defeated if I tried to fit in the space and I didn't fit. Now I was just like, all right. If it ain't for me, it ain't for me, but I'm not gonna prolong my presence in a place that is not deserving or befitting of my energy. Yeah. You know, I just move over here. The people are out there. There are how many people in this world? Somebody's bound to to rock with what I'm saying and what I'm about. And and you know, I'm out there looking for the tribe. And so be it if it takes me longer to find them, but, but I'm gonna find them and we're gonna rock together and we're gonna we gonna eat. We're gonna eat. If I eat, we eat. That's how we that's how we live in the kingdom.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man. And you, you know, you mentioned, uh, you know, you've, you felt, you've, you've dealt with bouts of depression and stuff. Like, uh, is that something that you deal with a lot? Or is it uh, just, you know, certain times? I mean, I deal with depression all the time. I thank God that I allowed myself to start taking medication because I hated medications. I refused to take medication for a long time. And then I found the right medication. It was like, oh, shit, I guess this is what life is without waking up you know, and and just feeling terrible about yourself and life all the time. I don't know, like, uh, is is depression something that you deal with a lot or is it just once in a while when you're going through something?
1: I guess, I don't, I don't, I, a, a lot is relative, like, mm. I go through it. Um, yeah. I do a burnout a lot. Ah. Uh, you know, I have, one of my biggest struggles is pacing, mm. pacing and consistency uh, because I will, I will really, go hard it, 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 to the point where I had a friend literally to my face, he came over um, and told me, he was like, you need to slow down. <laughs> you, need, you need to take a day off. And, and I was like, I can't He was like, I'm, I'm not joking. Like, this isn't funny games. Like I need you to take time off. Cause I recognize in you what I saw in myself and hearing that. Yeah. I didn't want to hear it at the time, but he was right. And I just, I, I always feel like I'm not doing enough. Hmm.
0: Yeah, me and too.
1: there are times, I'm going to keep it real, when I'm not doing enough. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's, it, there there are other times when I'm like pushing myself to the brink of, of damn near death. Like, um, you know, I'm finally at a point in life now where I'm eating twice a day. Oh, good. Uh, <laughs> sleep is still an issue, yeah. but at least I'm eating. But like, there, there were legit times where I wasn't sleeping and I was not eating. And I was just head first in my work because i'd go to work i go out and do my day job and i come here home and i would work until it's time to go back to the day job you know i might get an hour or two of sleep if that and i forget to eat and pe- everybody kept asking me how can you forget to eat i was like i don't even think about it i'm just so yeah. intensely focused on what it is i'm doing i can't think about anything outside of this in yeah. front of me it has to be finished um now, when I'm not busy working, all I do is eat. <laughs> so um, maybe I need to find myself a little busier. But uh, but yeah, like I, I feel like that leads to, it's uh, that that lends itself to burnout, and and then my yeah. mind just goes into places where I can't get myself out of the fun. like I can't make mm-hmm. myself do basic stuff. Like for me, you know, everybody's depression man is manifests itself in different ways. For me, it's not a, a means of sadness or woe. It's me. Right. It's just like my body shuts down. Yeah. Brain just doesn't even, it, it can't even recognize regular as daily tasks, right? Yeah. Stuff that that should be mundane and, and routine, and and it's just like a struggle. And and you know, until recently, I, I had to take myself out on a self care day. Um, yesterday I went and took myself to the movies. I I don't do that. Like I I don't do things in public. <laughs> <But> <laughs> I had to just. I had to release from the world a little bit just to treat myself every once in a while, make, you know, remind myself of, remember you were talking about the little kids at the lunch table yeah. and, and how innocent and how fun that is. Like, I have to remind myself of that kid. Yeah, man. Cause he's, he, it's not me up here. Like I might be sitting here talking to you, but it's that kid that's on the mic rapping.
0: Yeah.
1: It's that kid that's on stage performing and I got to make sure I keep that, that kid fed and keep his spirit alive. So it's important that I I, I make sure I, I, Prioritize myself, and that's why I have to be a little more selfish with my presence and my time. Mm. Um, and, and I say this with the utmost humility and respect, but my presence is a privilege, so I have to uh, I have to make sure that's known, and and make myself like make sure I'm uh, prioritizing my health and 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 in my future, so that I can be that person for as many people that I want to be. But if I'm not taking care of myself, I can't be that beacon.
0: Yeah. No, I feel that, man. I feel that 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 idea of burnout, that idea of just it it gets to a point where you're just you can't even function normally. It's like not eating, not sleeping. That that was a long that was a big part of the pandemic for me was because I became so obsessed with just, you know, building the podcast and getting it better and bigger and doing whatever I could to make make it better and. I wasn't sleeping. I wasn't, you know, I was eating because I definitely gained a bunch of weight. But but that's also a bit a bit. That's like a stress de facto for me, too, is just like just stuff in my feelings, you know, yum, 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 yum yummy feelings. So um, I'll, I'll just sit there and eat all day. But yeah, man, it, it's it's definitely one of those things where you definitely have to learn how to protect your, your your be be present and protect your energy because it can easily get get sucked out or it can easily get diffused in in all the myriad of things that you're concentrating in. Um, that that idea of presence, man, that that was a, that was a huge that was a huge discovery for me. This idea of of being present and not. You know, living in the future or living in the past, reliving things that were, you know, over and over and over again, you know, just going in a loop of, of making myself angry, making myself sad, making myself, you know, making yourself crazy, you know, like we, we harm ourselves when we get in those loops and learning how to sort of bring yourself to presence is, is one of the, the biggest things that's really helped me. And diverting my own attention. So, like, if, if I'm, like, looping and, and learning how to catch those moments, too, right? Like, because you'll be two hours into thinking, it's like, I can't believe that motherfucker cut me off today. That son of a bitch. Oh, man, I'll fucking kill that motherfucker. You know, like, you'll just sit there, loop that moment in your head. And that, you know, getting cut off on the freeways, like, whatever. But still, whatever the situation is you'll loop that and and so like for me i've had to learn how to divert my attention away from that and whatever that is it's whether that's bringing myself to presence or bringing or or, or putting on a podcast or an audiobook or reading a book or, or watching a show or or just whatever the situation is it's like i have to divert myself from that what 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 have you uh how do you how do you come to presence because meditation was one of the big things for me, but what was, what helped you discover and what helps you come to presence when you're in these moments?
1: This might sound a little crazy, but like just being amongst the kingdom, just being here on Twitch, being uh, amongst, you know, like-minded individuals, you know, more so when the camera's off, Mm. but just like finding myself in, in, in spaces of peace, like people who I I, I find lightness with, uh, I I tried meditating and it helped for a little bit, but it, it didn't. It just wasn't sustainably me. Yeah. Um. For me, walking. Um. I Huge. was running for a little while. Um. Yeah. And I do need to get back to that, but uh, I, I injured myself yeah. trying to go too hard. I got <laughs> I got intoxicated by my progress. Like I was I was. I was hitting goals I hadn't even set yet. (laughs) Right. Right. Um, But I was pushing myself a little too hard and ended up hurting myself, but I I make sure I get my steps in. So like long walks. um, I don't, uh, I don't find myself listening. Music used to be my escape, but Mm. I don't find myself listening to a lot of music these days. Yeah. Um, Podcasts help uh, just hearing calming voices. Uh, Any, anytime I get to tap into, you know, passions of mine, which is few and far between because I'm, I'm so connected to everything I'm doing here that I don't have a lot of free time. But hell, just something as simple as watching the NBA finals last week mm-hmm. was something I hadn't done in well, a year because <laughs> the finals last year, but like even yeah, I'm, a, I'm a big sports fan and I haven't even been watching those uh, just because I'm so I, I don't ever take time for myself. Um, but uh, recently, I've been doing what I call self care days where I take a day of the week, grab my camera, find a nice spot in the city. I live in a beautiful city. I'm from D.C.
0: D.C. is beautiful. Um, I love that place. Good food. Yeah.
1: Yeah, underrated food city. Um, Find a nice pocket of the city and just, I just snap pics for a couple of hours. And I I listen to like a a, a chill synthwave playlist. And and just forget that the world exists for that couple of hours and then go home and get right back to work.
0: (laughs) Yeah, man. No, it's... You, you, i i would say that you know that those things you mentioned are forms of meditation right like the uh it, meditation doesn't have to be sitting there with your legs folded hum you <laughs> know it doesn't have to be that because for some people that's just you can't and i'm adhd as fuck so like that to me is so <laughs> it's so hard for me but like When I can zone in or when I have the chance, and it's been a while since I've been able to sort of say, I used to go to the gym, which exercise is a great form of meditation. I mean, and I would go to the gym and sit in the sauna and really focus in on a meditation, just hardcore meditation, you know, like your body's being stressed by heat. And, and, and your mind is trying to find you know peace and, and find you know oneness and and, and and trying to clear it and and you're trying to you know you're trying to go down that river and sometimes your your mind comes out of the river and but that's okay because you can go right back into it and keep floating and, and you can let thoughts float by but you know it was a really great way for me to do that for me to just sort of zone out don't I never would listen to music in there or, or podcast or anything it was always just me in my space um but but yeah man like you can find these different ways of meditation that aren't aren't just sitting there and like oming out you know you can you could the, the being with being with your kingdom right being on Twitch here like that there's been so many times where I, 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 I'm I setting up for Twitch or sweating up, sweating. I'm sweating up for, which I do that too, but I'll also be setting up for stream and I'll, uh, you know, I'll just be like, I don't want to do this. Like I suck, like things suck, blah, blah, blah. And, and, and then as soon as I get in there and as soon as, you know, you start chatting with your peeps and you start, you know, you, you find your flow and, and you find your energy like man, afterwards there's nothing better. Like you just it's like you, you connected with the world and, and it was you're very present, you're very you want to be present for your for your chat and you want to be present for whatever you're talking about, whatever you're working on. And it's just a, it's just a, it changes your whole rest of the day. It's just it's beautiful, man. I, I love Twitch for that too, man. Then they say, Okay, now look back from me from the thought and find the self. Broke my brain. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no it it, you can you can go down the rabbit hole in these sort of these 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 uh meditation books and these people who try to help you and um there's this guy named ram das uh that that's very um i I really love hearing him talk and stuff he has a great calming voice but he uh you know like that shit breaks your brain man (laughs) sometimes you understand what he's saying sometimes you don't but just go with it right he yeah. did yeah, he did LSD. <laughs> he was one of the people who introduced the United States to LSD, him and Timothy Leary and yep, the CIA test. Yeah, yeah, man. The the um it was uh Timothy Leary in the Harvard test with uh uh what's his real name? Ram Dass's real name was uh I can't remember the name, but he's a professor. He was a professor at at yeah uh, at Harvard. And then you had the merry pranksters on the West Coast who was just going around dosing everybody with the Grateful Dead. <sighs> Alan Watts. Thank you, Littlefinger. Alan Watts. Yeah, he uh, yeah, they changed the they changed the country quite a bit. But there's a lot of people who say that 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 was like a really irresponsible way to uh, to to do acid. To I think Terrence McKenna. Yeah, there was a few dudes. There was like three or four of them. Right. They went down to mexico took some magic mushrooms but uh there's like i think terence mckenna was like timothy leary was a terrible setback for lsd because because of those movements because the east coast and west coast had these movements uh lsd became illegal and it set back all these the studies that we could have done and just now are we starting to study? i don't know are you uh, have you ever fucked around with
1: hallucinogens Mm-mm. no I- no i haven't <laughs> the closest i ever came um and, and this is not even anywhere close like <laughs> this, this is like as close as dc is to la um but you know i've hit a little gas every once in a while
0: hey no that's that's a dude fuck, that shit could be a hallucinogen too man have you ever ate like 100 milligrams and and and, and the fucking the wizard of oz that shit is fucking <laughs> takes you to another world son
1: <laughs> i've been yeah i've been there so i'm, I'm relatively new to the sport I, I didn't start till i was like 27 maybe 28 and, and it's it's better that it happened that way I because so. i you know I'm, I'm i'm a fully formed adult at yes. this point versus like an, an impressionable young kid so you know i can say okay enough is enough um yeah and and, and it's very infrequent because i found that you know while it has it's 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 for me personally it just kind of makes me a little too unproductive and mm. then I get back in my head about I'm not doing enough. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no, I feel you man. I know that I I absolutely agree with you. I think that 27 is probably the right age to if you're going to start experiment to start experimenting with and not I'm not saying experimenting with like yeah, 27, I started doing heroin because I'm <laughs> fully formed, and I was like, fuck it, let's go. But no, like, when you're messing with drugs like like marijuana or or LSD or stuff like that, and I would even say, go, fuck LSD, because that shit's chemical. You don't know where it came from. You don't know any of that shit. Uh, I, and I'm not saying for anybody who's listening, uh, I would not say, I'm not suggesting you go out and do this at all. I'm just saying... That uh, that that's not a bad way to go. See, I I was I was exposed very young to weed. Like I was smoking weed at ten. So like, yeah, I, I think of ten year olds now, and I'm just like, oh my god, like, <laughs> I couldn't imagine that. So like for me, it's, I was very, you know, it probably warped my little brain, which is whatever. But I was very young when I started experimenting with these mind-altering drugs, so I, I agree completely. Like fucking wait, it's it's okay to wait. It's, high school is probably not the time to start getting high and doing all these crazy shit. Just just chill on it. Just on it. Are, are you much of a drinker at all?
1: Not anymore. Not anymore. Um, and and last last week at my uh, one of my best friend's bachelor parties, I, I was reminded why. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, yeah, la, I, I had a little too much fun in undergrad. Um, unfortunately, fortunately, nobody was harmed. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it it could have it was it was rough. So um, I, I made a decision. Actually, no, that decision was pretty much made for me. I had a I had a friend cut me off. Oh. And, and that hurt. It hurt, and it forced me to make a change in my life.
0: Wow. Oh.
1: And. It, it forced me to make a decision to get ahead of something before it got ahead of me.
0: Oh
1: man! Because it was heading the bad. It was heading a bad way. Um, yeah, yeah I was a little too loose with the alcohol and Lo- um,
0: too loose with the juice.
1: Yeah, a little <laughs> too loose with the juice, and you know, it was getting to the point where I could have been putting actual lives in harm's way. So yeah, man. I, I was. I never operated any vehicles or any machinery. Like that's a very hard line that I draw. I will never. But wow. you know, I was. I was as close as you get to like it it got pretty dangerous you're a better
0: man than me i I got dy under my belt i'm fucking which i'm not proud of i'm not proud of that at all um what what kind of what kind of drunk are you do do you get do you get blacked out are you friendly do you start getting mouthy
1: I i wasn't friendly Not back in the day. (laughs) And um, see, nowadays, so it's funny, like it hits my body long before it hits my brain, Mm. which is why I thought I could go a lot harder than I really should have. (laughs) Uh, Because I'd be sitting there having a a full conversation just like we are right now. Uh, Like I could could be sitting here drunk right now. You'd never know it. But Mm. like once I go to stand up, (laughs) (laughs) so because of that, I thought my tolerance was a lot higher than it was. And I would go until like, this guy was out of here. Yeah. Um, and so, so nowadays it's like, I just get sleepy. Yeah. It just puts me on my butt, <laughs> but back in college, like I, was, I would get feisty yeah. and you can't tell from me sitting down, but I'm a, a larger than average human. Mm. And so you, you factor that in the equation and you get dangerous pretty quick. Yeah, Um, and, and that, and I had a, fascination for sharp objects oh god <laughs> oh,
0: that's not good no
1: golly
0: no man that that's not good at all but but so how old were you when you decided like i gotta chill out
1: let's see that was probably 22
0: wow man you just had great foresight man like you could just tell your parents were like uh just they they that's good that's the thing about like being in a restrictive upbringing is like you you sort of they 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 imprint that notion it's like don't be out there fucking around like you you're locked down bitch you know like i like that idea i like that a lot because it's like Uh, and again, my parents were great, they were always working, you know, we, we, I came up same way, as like, we never went without, but, you know, we definitely didn't have Nikes, and (laughs) I had those Everlast from Kmart, son, you know, I mean, Mm -hmm. I never had any brand name until I was well in high school, but, like, it, you know, we never went without And my brain. God bless them. They both, they, they just, you know, they, they supported us the best we could, but we had a lot of time on our hands as kids where we weren't being watched. And ugh, we took advantage of that shit. So, um, yeah, man, I, 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 I love that you had the foresight and, and, you know, hats off to your parents for locking y'all down because that's, that's, you know, like, I, I think that's probably the safest
1: way to go. Right. Like you. Well, to, to an extent. So I, I think, my sister and I it turned out all right. Um, did if, your sister, was your
0: sister wilding out though? Like, did I get that wrong or were you both? With, with respect
1: to her privacy, yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I wasn't around for that. She was uh. younger. Uh, so I'd already left the house for that phase. Gotcha. But, uh, yeah, cause Lord knows if I'd been around there that I might've had something to say about it. But the, the good thing that the, the, to follow up on what you were saying about the parents, the one thing that really, uh, was solid about my, my my parents was uh you know the, the credibility of their stances because it's it's one thing to sit here and say like don't be going out drinking don't be doing all that and then sit around and you do the same thing but you know there, there was never any of that in in the household like neither of my parents drink uh you know i i i think i saw my mom drink for the first time when i was an adult <laughs> yeah, we shared a beer together like i i never saw so any of that and my dad just re- refuses um but uh th- that's because alcoholism runs heavy in my family so ah. ironically when I first went away to school I didn't even go anywhere I mean you know how college kids get oh you know, yeah it's not not to uh I don't know what the statute of limitations is but you know <laughs> people ain't waiting till 21 nah um but <laughs> when, my, when I first went away to school I was I didn't go near the stuff because I was scared of it I was scared be, based on my family history and how how you know Rampant it was um, on both sides. You know, I have it on both sides of my blood. So I was like, yeah, I ain't
0: going to do this. Me too, man.
1: Me too. And that all went out the window that second year. (laughs) (laughs) He's like, fuck out, (laughs) let's go.
0: Started hanging around a different crowd.
1: uh, And my gateway was ever clear.
0: Oh, my. Oh, fuck. God <laughs> damn. Oh god. If, it, if, it only went
1: downhill from there.
0: If anybody doesn't know what Everclear is, it's basically moonshine. It's like what is it? Like what like 95% alcohol or something? Is it's,
1: it's it's literal gasoline. Don't put that in your body. No, it's <laughs> it's fucking
0: awful. It's so terrible. And moving judgment. thank you so much for that gift sub with Papacito. I appreciate oh, that. we're getting close. Getting close. You got two more, two more, and then and then we'll unleash the beast. No man, there is like a balance, right? To over, how dare you, moving Dutchman, a hundred subs! Oh my Let's goodness! Go! I'm
1: so honored that this happened. Let's someday. go!
0: Let's go! Ninety-five <laughs> percent, one hundred. Let's go! Thank you so much, moving Dutchman. Okay, so moving Dutchman has reached his hundred, and so I-, I got some for you, moving Dutchman. This is for you and uh, the 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 command for you for any time you want you can drop this shit hold on let me turn on the the stuff Oh, shit i didn't do that right hold on here we go this is for you command is exclamation point go md so this is for you anytime you you show up and you want you want some of that
1: love so here we go hello movie dutchman this is gandalf Thank you for all that you do for this channel. And always remember, a moving Dutchman is never late, nor early, but arrives precisely when he means to. There you go, buddy. Thank you so much, moving (laughs) Dutchman. That was lit.
0: Thank you, moving Dutchman. That's for you, buddy. I hope you liked it. I hope you like it. We got that for you. Oh, I'm glad you love it, buddy. Well, thank you, Moving Dutchman. I I appreciate you for real, man. Like you're you're awesome. Like I love your input. I love I love your presence here. And uh, you know, I, you and Mighty Mighty are holding it down. So I appreciate you. Not uh, yeah, <laughs> that's where I got those. <laughs> I was like, oh, he has those emotes. So I'm gonna go find that gift. But uh, I I I I'll have you know, Moving Dutchman. I searched for like an hour trying to find a good gift uh, from Lord of the Rings until I was like, well, fuck it. I'm just gonna do the one. So, <laughs> so that's for you, Moving Dutchman. I appreciate you, my friend, um, and uh, thank you for that hundred gifts. Um, so, yeah, man. There there is a balance though, right? With with parents that um, that that they can be too confining right where where it forces kids to uh rebel right that they where they want to um where they're like fuck you like i'm gonna do what i want anyways uh it seems like you had a did you ever have those moments of rebellion or were you always sort of locked down to that point where you're like i i'm just i fear them or or what how did it work for you Were, were you um mostly just a good kid and you just stayed with a straight and narrow i mean how did that work out seems I'm, like your yeah. sister is a little bit more rebellious
1: <laughs> but. i think even she would agree to that <laughs> I, I don't think i was adventure adventurous enough to even uh, test the boundaries i mean i did some stuff i'm not going to see her and act like i'm an angel it's, it's a joke <laughs> amongst my community like when i say i'm an angel it's uh for the most part i was a good kid but we all do stupid stuff oh right? yeah Got some you. stuff i'd prefer not to discuss on stream. <laughs> i'd be more than happy to tell you about it all <laughs> there yeah. but um I, I did my fair share of stupid stuff but for the most part i didn't get my parents too hard of a time i was mm. lousy in school i think that was like the, the most frustrating thing i probably did because mm. i and it wasn't because i wasn't you know capable i think that was the more frustrating part it was that i was capable and was just you know lowballing it yeah Uh, and, and i went to private school which means we paid for that so yeah. so i could understand their frustration um but yeah that, that was the most trouble i gave my parents for real, for real. plus i got away with anything that i actually did <laughs> smart about it hey you got hey i've been a pr guy even before i studied it in school i've been i've been controlling my own narrative since a young age
0: <laughs> yo Yo, you gotta you gotta be on top of it if you're gonna get away with it, baby. You gotta be on top of it. Uh that that uh man, no. I, I you gotta give it up for the parents out there, though. It's nice. Yeah, uh, so are you? Especially are your par- the fathers today. Hell yeah, man. Uh happy daddy day, everybody. Uh I, I agree with that too, man. Are your parents still together? Oh, hell no. No.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Not since I was like five or six years old. Oh, okay,
0: yeah. okay. I got you, I got you. Actually,
1: I can still remember. Like vaguely them being together. My sister, I don't think she knows a life with my parents together. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, there you go. Well, but your dad was a huge presence still in your life. Oh yeah, for sure, for yeah, sure. Yeah. I mean dope. I told him that today. Oh, that's nice. That's that's really cool, man. No, no, I get you gotta give it up. I mean, even if it doesn't work out between the parents, you gotta give it up to uh to, to the fathers who stick around or, or mothers too, you know, like people mm-hmm. People who stay in like I, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't imagine being like even if me and my wife separated. I couldn't imagine being away from my son like that. Just it would it would kill me, man. Like I I just could not pull myself to just get up and bounce. Like ah fuck it, <laughs> it's like I'll just start a new life and a new family. It's like ugh, that's so weird, but hey, you know different strokes for different folk. I I gotta say, man, I really liked your uh, your ten thousand or ten k album and uh you know like i and i was reading into it a little bit and you're, you 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 were touching on the, the Malcolm Gladwell book Outliers which i love that book that's such a good book uh tell me uh tell us a little more about it and what what inspired you from the book to to release your your ep or is it an ep or an album i know there's what, yeah six it's an, songs? it's an ep just yeah, cuz uh, you know six the... songs or something
1: yeah it's like the 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 borderline on that is always so It's so right. thin these days because anybody doing albums anymore except for me i am working on one i am working <laughs> on one but that, that's right. that's a future thing um so funny story it's actually next on my list but i've been studying the concept of it for years um so like i said i will never lie to y'all um so i haven't actually read it yet but i know mm-hmm. the concept around it and mm-hmm. i've read articles by gladwell yeah he's great um, yeah he's he's incredible and and i've, I've read uh, articles challenging Gladwell Mm. so you know I don't just I'm not one to just pick one side and be like all right that's it I I like to see everything that's out there and then kind of make my own informed decisions based on that but uh I think the concept of the 10,000 hours is one that's often uh, misinterpreted or maybe not received as he had meant it um because you know I think the world the world just loves to deal in absolutes Mm. uh they they the world doesn't like nuance or, 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 they like to willfully ignore it. So the, basically the concept of 10,000 hours is, uh, you know, anybody who's truly mastered their craft has put at least 10,000 hours into it. And, you know, a lot of people will read into that. Well, you know, well, LeBron James would have been in the NBA, even if he didn't put in 10,000 hours. Oh, okay. Maybe that's true because he's six, eight and two fifty, but <laughs> he wouldn't be arguably the greatest player of all time. Right. Uh, and, 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 in, in contrast, someone who spends 10,000 hours dribbling the rock might never make it to the league. Right. So it, it, it we're not dealing in absent
0: gifts here. Oh, my gosh. Mighty, mighty. How dare you? How dare hey. all of you? Thank you so much <laughs> for that gifted sub. I appreciate that. To Texas Lizard 86
1: Hey, got to love it. Got to love them lizards.
0: Hey, Texas Lizards as well. Hey, Morby, welcome, in. Uh, but yeah, no, I'm sorry. I mean- but yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: We're not dealing in absolutes here. Right. So like just putting 10,000 hours into something doesn't mean you're automatically destined for success. But what he's saying is those who are proficient at what they do have put in the time yeah. and that's essentially to, to oversimplify his point. That's what he's saying. You know, you, you got to put in the prerequisite hours and, and, and those who master that craft weren't counting the hours. We're not. It's not like okay. Once I get to ten thousand, I can stop. No, right, no right. that's just that's just opening the door. Yeah, you know, one of my favorite Chris Paul interviews. I'm a big basketball fan. He's like, you know, a lot of people get to the league and think they made it. Nah, I get. You get to the league, it starts over. Yeah. <laughs>
0: Now you're on another you're on the next hustle because now it's like you got to maintain that now or you got to get stay. Be, you got to get better or else you're going to be traded off or not used or benched whatever the or situation. We are out of here. are done. Yeah, no. It's it's interesting and this goes for, you know, like I've talked to a lot of high level, you know, musicians who play with, you know, Snoop Dogg and Janae Chico and and just like, you know, top line musicians who've been all over the world. It's like it doesn't just stop. You don't just make it to this level and you stop. It's like it's practice every day. It's like you have to maintain this and and, and always strive for better. And and I I agree with that so much that 10,000 hours things is is such a it's such a basic way of looking at it, but I mean in the book he talks about it a little bit more. He used the example of the Beatles and they were in Luxembourg for a long time and Uh, they, they learned how to hone their craft by, uh, by playing at this, like just a regular bar and they're playing covers and stuff, but they were, um, you know, they, they had to learn how to attract a crowd because it would be in a bar and they had to, uh, they, they would leave the door open. So the people on the street would hear. So they'd have to learn how to pull people in, keep people in their place you know, really learned how to become a cohesive band. And then so when they went back to England, they had already had put in all these hours of like really working together at, at, at a high level. They knew how to work a crowd. They had all the pieces right there. And all they had to do is sort of, you know, put out the album. And I think their first album was all covers, you know, it was all covers of old blues songs and stuff. So it's like, they, they they knew how to play it and they knew how to work it and they, they you know they killed it and obviously the Beatles are the Beatles, but it it, it takes more than just putting ten thousand hours into something. Like we were saying before, where you're following your passions and your dreams, it's not just like oh I'm following my passions and dreams, so I ignore my family and I just do whatever I want because this is my passion and dream. It's like, no, what goes into this? And by the way, family is a part of that as well, is like maintaining your family, maintaining a unit, maintaining that life with your family is part of your pursuit i think i think i mean some people just forget about their family and they're just like fuck it i'm doing me but but what goes into it what focus study right like it wasn't just lebron james was just you know throwing the rock every you know whatever it was like drills it was like you know he was practicing drills with his father he was practicing you know how to get around people how to i don't know basketball very well if, if you can't tell i'm just just terrible at this but but it wasn't it wasn't just you know he was throwing baskets and just oh i can make a three pointer up it that was it it was like this focus study learning drill learning different uh, uh, concepts learning uh the the strategy of the game it's the same thing with music. It's like learning your instrument, focused study, focused uh, learning. You're you're sitting there to a metronome over and over for hours and hours and hours and hours, which I, I lack that, but you know whatever. Uh, it, it it it's just it's not just ten thousand hours and hey I'm a pro. It's like it's ten thousand hours of very focused study and work know for you you know like you hit your 10,000 and then you now you're on to another level right like now you have to keep moving and, and growing because now you know how to work it and now you know like your workflow you know how you work you know what you do need to do to maintain that now it's like how do I get to that next level it's never just 10,000 and stop it's never just like 10,000 hours of me you know sitting here in front of a computer like not really understanding how a doll works but I'm just sort of okay I guess I'm doing it it's it's like it's really you have to focus and it's not the same for everybody and some people can accomplish that stuff in way less than 10,000 hours because there's some assholes out there who are just born fucking mutants and they could just do the shit and it's like fuck you for being alive but that's just how it is man that's just how life is it's like it's like uh, it's not fair, right? Life isn't necessarily fair because LeBron James is again—he's like whatever 6'8", 250 pounds. Like that dude's been huge his whole life. He has that athletic. Uh, he has an athletic. Uh, um, uh, uh, he has he has that on everyone. He he's he's just built that way. He was just genetically built. Uh, to be that and then it was the fact that he was working his ass off to be a great basketball player. It was like two different things that kind of came together. It's like it's not fair. So it's it's just the nature of life. And, and you know some people, some people again will put in their 10,000 hours and they just don't have that 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 genetic, Push right. They just wasn't born with that genetic disposition. Yes, and, and they just don't have it. What how LeBron James had it or Michael Jordan had it. So they just will never get past a certain point, and that's a very hard thing for a lot of people to accept. And it's a hard thing, you know. I I, I wanted to be like a very virtuoso guitarist, you know. But at some point, I was uh learning several different instruments at once. And at some point, I'm just like, well, I don't know. I, I recognize in myself that I don't have the patience to get to that point. And where I where I excelled at was writing music and production and, and-, and putting music th- – because I can hear all the parts. I can just put it together in my head, and I can just sort of shit it out onto a computer or whatever mm-hmm. I'm working at. Yep. So, like, that's where I was able to be like, oh – It all makes sense. Like, I'm never going to be the best at pianist. I'm never going to be the best bassist. I'm never going to be the best guitarist. But I can be a really fantastic or the best, which I'm not saying I'm the best producer, but I can be really good at songwriting. I can be really good at production. I can be good at these things. And I don't have to sit there and be like, you know, why am I not better at piano? Because I don't fucking want to be that good at piano. I don't fucking care anymore. Like, yeah, there's a certain part of me that wants to be great at it. But am I going to put in in time? No, I'm not sitting there running drills. I'm not sitting there with a metronome all day, every day. You know, it's like I haven't I've barely touched. I haven't touched a piano in, in months. And like, that's how sad it is for me. I was I was mostly a keyboardist when before the pandemic came and took my jab, but you know, whatever. In any case, yeah, I I don't know. I was just sort of piggybacking off of you. I just went off there, but mm-hmm. I, I, what, when you obviously with your your album, you're making a statement that you've sort of hit this point. Is what is is that kind of what you're talking about? I don't know if I'm misconstruing it, but like where where are you coming it's- from with this last EP?
1: So yeah, so for the 10k EP, it, it, it's that that was my central number for the year. Just my focus on mm. like hitting a bunch of different milestones. One of them I've already hit, um, and that was getting my first ten got the first ten thousand plays mm. on on a record. And basically, the statement I, I'm, I'm making with the project is that okay, I've put in ten thousand. Now it's time to start. Like I'm here now. Mm. Um, but it, the clock resets. So there's a the very first line of the first verse of the song 10k. There's a song on there on the EP also called 10k and the first verse starts 10,000 hours and I'm starting to feel like I belong here. And um basically what I'm saying is like, okay, I finally don't feel like I have to justify my existence in this space. Like mm-hmm. there was always kind of imposter syndrome. Yeah. Uh, when I, when I walk into a room or, or introduce myself as an artist or producer, it was always like, I just, there was always a part of me that didn't quite like I had to present that bravado I had to present that confidence, but inside it wasn't there. 10 K is me finally staking not even my claim on the game. I'm like, I'm not disrespectful. Like I, I know, like there's a lot more that I have to do before I can make claims like that. But, um, but I no longer feel like I don't belong in the room. Yeah. And and like I have a voice that can be lent to the conversation. They're, like I always try to downplay my existence in the space. Like oh yeah yeah yeah, but like you know I'm I'm a, I'm alright with the producing. And I'm, I'm, you know, I'm cool with the bars and everything. Now it's just like, I know who I am as an artist.
0: Right.
1: And and I know I'm putting in the work to get better. That's why I got the record on there called BMF. The baddest I'm up. Yeah, bad <laughs> is not up. Because man. it's not an empty blanket statement that I'm just, you know, I used to rap like that where I just say things because that's what rappers do. You just, what is the most like, you know, rap is known for being over the top. What is the most overtop thing I can say? But mm. now it's like I, I don't really have any desire to be that. I'm just telling my story. So when I wrote that record, it was more from the perspective of, I feel this way because of the work that I'm putting in. You might not see it, but I know I'm doing it. Yeah. And I want anybody else out there that that's on that same type of energy to feel like that's their anthem. So that's kind of the the energy behind 10K. Oh,
0: that's dope. That's dope, man. So you're working on something new. What 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 you got cooking?
1: I'm oh, always working on something. There's, there's always something. Like, <laughs> I'm never not. I got, I got, I, I have a whiteboard over there that's, that's for an album that's like three years away.
0: <laughs> yeah, no, I feel uh, it, man.
1: Yeah, the next project that's going to come out is called uh, Kingdom Come Volume 1. Oh, sweet. And yeah, it's a collection of records, collaborative records. Um, Everything I put out to this point um, has pretty much been solo. Um, I had one feature on 10K and I don't think I've had any other features. I've been featured on people's stuff, but as far as the stuff I put out, I haven't really, I've, everything's been solo. Yeah. In fact, 10K was the first project I put out that was 100% self-produced, self-mixed. So like, I, it, it didn't even, I would have made a bigger deal out of that. If I had known, I just didn't even pay any attention to that. I yeah. was just making music. It, it, it didn't feel out of the ordinary for me because that's just who I am now. I just do everything. Yeah. But, but there was a time when there were a lot of hands involved in the process that it didn't even register to me. But uh, so Kingdom Come Volume One, I wanted to go back to just working with people. Like uh, I got collaborative. I got collab verses. I got collab beats. Um, and that'll be coming up on it, it's early July i actually worked on it um on my birthday stream Uh, yeah so i turned 29 and i was supposed to do a 29 hour stream but i'm a maniac i kept going it ended up being like 32.
0: (laughs) oh wow oh wow (laughs) shit man that's that's awesome man those 24 hour streams are crazy i mean 29 is is nuts too but I, me, and well, Raina did it. My wife did it, but I, I, I sat in for a, a good chunk of it. And man, that is crazy. It takes a lot out of you, man. How long did you sleep after that? Uh, two hours.
1: Yeah, I was at work the next day.
0: Yeah, <laughs> 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 bro, to be to be young again. Uh, that that that.
1: Oh no, I think I'm still recovering. Yo, it
0: takes. <laughs> Man, that it took me seriously a couple of weeks of just to get back on on something. Uh, Esperando por arroz. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Waiting for what? Waiting for the rice. rice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we we did a we we made a, a a parody of "Waiting for Tonight" by JLo. and it's Whoa. "Waiting for the Rice." Whoa. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it's it's all about cooking rice because. Because sometimes the rice takes too long, like uh, like if you're making Mexican rice, I'm Mexican, so like uh, you make you make this Mexican rice. Your beans are all done, your carnitas is all done. You're just now you're waiting for the fucking rice to steam, and you're just waiting for it. And it's, so we made a whole. It's silly, but you hey, know we we it. have fun. We have fun. That's what you're supposed to do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah. Yo. Um, th- the so so your new album is going to be Kingdom Come and, and you're going to have more uh, more features and you're going to have more collaborations and so why 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 did you only do solo stuff I mean it, was it just you just doing it was there was that something that you chose to do or is it just something that happened.
1: Nah, I, I, I like working with people. It's just, like, I don't like waiting for people. <laughs> yeah, no, I,
0: dude, for real. For real. Fuck waiting for people. I, I hate it. I hate for people... <laughs> Send it back. Yeah. Oh, I'm working on. i work working on. It. Well, I'm okay. I'm. I'm moving on. Then it's like I. I can't take that shit. That's why. it's why when I find people that I can work with and they're quick and they can work with me and stuff, I. I. Lo- you know, I'll stick with them. I'll. I'll just because I love that. I love it when people are like, "Here you go. I got it. But be- I got it done. We're good." So. But yeah. you know,
1: I also respect it because, like, you know. We we're all working on a lot, so oh, yeah. I gotta be respectful of that. And of and, course, um, it's it's so funny because situation matters. Because mm. I was just telling somebody the other day that I used to have to beg to work with folk. Mm. Like I I felt like I had to like present a resume every time I wanted to work with somebody. <laughs> but now it's like it's overwhelming that I have to keep telling people like Yo yo I got you I got you just give me some time Yeah 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 <laughs> and it's a beautiful place to be in and i appreciate everybody that that now wants to work with me um, yeah. but now i'm realizing what it's like to be on the other side of that it's like oh damn yeah. i gotta i gotta slow this down a little bit because right, right. now i'm the guy keeping people waiting <laughs> well
0: are you working on production for anybody else or are you do you do you do that a lot producing for for other rappers at all or are you mostly it making...
1: hasn't happened a lot yet right. um Primarily because most of my production ends up being for me. Yeah, yeah. But it's like, um, this is
0: too good to be sending it out to everybody.
1: <laughs> I, I, I'm pulling a Kanye. He hey. keep on a good beach for himself. That's right. <laughs> Let's go, yay! But um, but yeah, I, I've done so. Actually, the production I've done for other people wasn't so much for other artists, but for uh, you know, I've done stuff for some streamers. I've done stuff for uh, some YouTubers. I've mm-hmm. done stuff for live. Like I mentioned in in my prior. Um, ex- experience as an events producer, I've got some context from that world, and I've done some music for their live events.
0: Oh,
1: cool! Um, so I've done stuff behind the scenes that you'll never see on Spotify yeah. or or SoundCloud or all that, but like you know, the check clear. So, <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Yo, have you ever thought about doing like sync? Of course. Yeah. Oh
1: yes, yes, yes. And and I've actually, and I don't know where you fall on this because you know I like to make music that I want to make, but Hmm. I found myself like making stuff specifically for the purpose of getting it licensed.
0: (laughs) Yo, sometimes you just follow trends and sometimes that's easy. And I think sometimes that's a good exercise as well is like, is just working on stuff that you, that you know, that that's going to be what people like. Like a couple of years ago, I was talking to a guy who who does a lot of sync work, and he was like, you know, a couple years ago, it was all about ukuleles. Like, everybody wanted a ukulele song, and he said, I, I would just make stupid ukulele songs, and and that's what was selling. People wanted that silly little ukulele, whatever. And it's just like, you sort of follow the trends, and you know what's going to work, and... it's like i'm kind of finding out that with instagram and stuff because like right now this whole amber heard and johnny depp thing is hot and every time i put something up with amber heard or johnny depp on my instagram it does fairly well although the last one was kind of disappointing i thought it was going to be but you know i'm getting like 355k on 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 a video of me just watching a video so it's like i'm loving that it's like 25 55k And sometimes it's just me clowning on Amber Heard because, well, we all know she's a liar now, but uh, it's still, it's like a very interesting thing where you just, and Justin Bieber did really well. The video I did with Justin Bieber where, cause he has face paralysis right now. So we do like music news when we don't have guests on. And so I've been just taking clips of that and it's been really working. So I'm starting to understand how the the algorithms work towards that. Anytime I want to say anything poignant or, 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 or criticizing power, of course, that gets zero plays because, <laughs> you know, no one wants no algorithm that uh, that is uh, controlled by the powers that be wants to hear criticism about themselves. But hey, you know, I learned I learned to keep my mouth shut and just play into the game. <laughs> which sounds Play like the such game st- till
1: you are the game is something i live by
0: yeah I, I i feel that i feel that so i don't know man uh yeah the the sync stuff is cool oh boy <laughs> calm down morby um uh, so uh so when 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 did you start streaming on twitch and we're we're wrapping up here so we're, we're gonna i gotta pee so <laughs>
1: <laughs> september 28th 2021
0: oh wow okay so so you're coming up on a year
1: yeah nine months uh on the
0: 28th nice man and and you've just been finding uh what, what have you been what what has been like a um p time i love that emote borby <laughs> whose emote is that <laughs> who is obviously yeah, in a friend. while this
1: emotes in chat it's it's amazing i, yeah, love, I love when see. people come in with uh i love to see what other uh emotes people got out here it's, it's funny to me
0: oh yeah man it's it's amazing um, it, I love, I've been loving the booty, the booty ones lately. Where <laughs> Oh, ass. like the Among Us twerking? Yes. Yeah, that shit. I've been loving the twerking ones that, I mean, that's been going for a while now, but like when that came on to scene, I was like, yes, booties, shaking, <laughs> emotes. Uh, what, what have you been, you know, besides sort of finding your own form of meditation through the stream? Have you seen any kind of, um, other benefits from streaming on Twitch that, uh, that you can quantify?
1: uh yeah it's just been it, it's it been such a humbling experience because uh you know i kind of just my whole existence on twitch was sort of accidental mm. um a homie of mine jumped on the platform and i literally only created an account to follow him i was like damn you got me creating another account bro <laughs> i know like, right <laughs> like, I, you, another login bro <laughs> uh but uh you know this is this is a homie that i would i would follow to the end of the earth so mm. like and, and, and ironically enough, he just uh, he just popped his head back out from underground. He's got something new. I gotta follow. So. <laughs> but now, like my entire existence on Twitch was just to support him. So I'm gonna shout his name out. If that's cool, sure. Jack, in the way that is my guy. So you have him to thank for me even being here because uh, I I only created a Twitch account to follow him, and then I started watching how like he was he was cooking up on stream. And I was like, "Oh, this is cool!" And, and like, literally, people in his chat are telling him which knobs to turn. Yeah. And I'm like, "Oh, that might actually be useful." Yeah. So I just started taking notes. Nine months later, <laughs> so uh, he, I followed him in January of last year. I didn't start streaming until September because, you know, me, I'm I'm not the I'm not the jump in the deep end type. I gotta dip my toe in the water, see yeah. how the temperature feels, then you know, kind of take a couple steps, and then I start swimming. That's how. Yeah. I,
0: yeah. Uh, Same man. <laughs> no, my wife starts streaming and then like two or three months later I started streaming because I was like, this this is too fun.
1: This is too <laughs> cool. Right. I gotta get on this. Yeah. But what's been what's been really great about it is like I've seen that even me, little old me in my small tiny way, has been able to impact people. Yeah. Um and I remember when I was on the bed. Uh, in January, January of this year, uh, I was knocked out for a week with COVID. Mm. And I was lying on the couch, right. I know you can't see. I'm pointing over to something that you can't <laughs> see. But, uh, there's a couch over there in the studio, and I'm lying there. I'm just like messed up. And I get a note of it. I get a message uh, from somebody in my community that says, uh, "Who had at the time, no point in divulging their personal info, yeah. but like was going through some stuff and and said that." Uh, I and one other streamer that we know in common um gave them hope like let them know that life's worth living oh. and I'm sitting there reading that in my little self-pity fit <laughs> and I'm like nope I'm getting up I'm getting on stream like like I wow. like how can I receive a message like that and 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 not keep doing what I'm doing yeah. And, and I always like, and I, you know, we get obsessed with the numbers. I I had to start turning my viewer count off. Because oh,
0: fuck that number. <laughs> fuck that number. I had to turn the viewer count off because it's yeah. like,
1: I want to make sure I'm giving everybody the same energy. You know what I yeah. mean? Um, but, you know, it's easy to get caught up in the numbers of it all. But at the end of the day, like, I truly believe that whether I'm impacting one or 1000, like, it's worth it. Mm. Um, and so seeing stuff like that, and I've gotten other messages and and, and people telling me uh, of small ways that I've either inspired them or impacted them or, or, or made them want to be better in some way, shape or form. And you know what that does in return makes me want to be better. Yeah. makes me want to keep being better and keep working on myself. Uh, so that's one thing that uh, like a, an unintended, like uh side effect of what Twitch has brought me. Um, it's helped with the audience of my music which was the ultimate goal but like I, I built friendships here I'm meeting awesome people getting to share spaces like right here on we speak English good like that... these these are those moments that like like if, if you had told me just two years ago or hell four years ago when I made the decision to pursue this that I'd be sitting here doing stuff like this having my voice heard by people I've never had the pleasure of meeting yet yeah I i I'd be so overwhelmed by it. I wouldn't even know how to respond.
0: Yeah. No, no. Yeah. For real, man. Yeah. It's such a cool platform in that sense where you get to like, you get to really touch people and you get to meet people from all over the world. And you feel like you get to know people like, like, (laughs) These are my friends. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, we've never, I haven't seen, I haven't seen the picture of some of the people that hang out here, but like, they're my friends. I, you know, like, I don't even know where they're at sometimes, but they're like the homies. And like, I just appreciate it. And I appreciate the brutal honesty that comes from them. You know, like the, you know, the support when I'm feeling like shit, you know, like, it's just, it's so cool to be able to connect to the whole world in that sense and um i don't know if there's another platform that shares i mean youtube is kind of is kind of a dumpster fire for live streaming but people find their way um i don't know like uh tiktok i've been noticing is kind of cool for live stream but that seems like a dumpster fire in its own sense so i mean there's nothing really like twitch where you get to yeah fam Yeah. Where you get to uh, where you get to share in moments like this and they have it really set up really cool where, you know, with these personalized emotes and, you know, these just different things you can do to shout people out, like like being able to make a little shout out for 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 moving Dutchman and stuff. Oh, what's up? We got a question for the guests. What's good? All So,
1: hey, what's up, Single Rocks?
0: What is up, Single Rocks? Thank you for being here. Um, okay, so we're 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 at the end here. Yeah, it's a hot boy summer. Uh, we're getting we're getting to the end here. Is there anything you want to leave us on? Any any words that you want to to depart? Uh, on uh, King Rome.
1: Absolutely, and it's one of my favorite phrases. Uh, If you're part of the kingdom, you've heard this. But for those of you who might be new, I mentioned it earlier. But uh, we live on this, defined over time. It basically states that you're no longer your past. You're not yet your future. You're exactly who you're supposed to be in this moment today. Your path is yours alone. Yours, uniquely yours. Do you, I, It's harder, easier said than done. Try not to compare your life to someone else's. Just live your path. Do your best to put one foot forward. Be better than you were yesterday. And And that's really all you can ask for out of life and and I'm leave you on this just like I challenge my community I'm gonna challenge you to be great today and every day because I believe in you I just need you to believe in you
0: Oh, look at that. Look at that. We're straight to the heart. Everybody, go follow King Rome. I put the link in the chat. And if you're listening on the audio side, make sure you go in the show notes and give your boy a follow. Go check out his streams. Go check out his music. 10K is out now. Go listen to it. Go stream it up so we can get a nice check when this quarter's over. Go give him some love, everybody. Thank you so much for those claps, Morgana. Uh, and uh, yeah, dude, I had such a great time uh, chatting with you, man. I really appreciate you coming. Coming on sharing your your truths and your ideas with us and uh, I I just had a blast man thank you so much
1: hey thank you so much for sharing the platform thank you to your community for having me for being such a great audience and for 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 supporting Mike man like y'all y'all are the driving force behind all this like I always tell my community there ain't no me without we yeah agree agree
0: Thank you so much, King Rome, for coming on the show. I, I, I sincerely appreciate you coming on the show, sharing your truths with us. And again, if y'all want to go support, go and check him out on Twitch, twitch.tv kingrome King Rome, and that's K-X, uh, K-X-N-G and then R-X-M-E, uh, and that's just how he spells his name. Uh, you can also find uh, some links in the show notes that'll take you to his latest album, which is called 10K, or it's an EP, I should say. And go support your boy. There's links for you to go follow him on Twitch and Instahams and Twitters and all that good stuff. So go get yourself some King Rome. <clears throat> Excuse me. All right, guys. That's about it out of me. I, I I hope you guys are having a wonderful week. I hope you guys had a wonderful Father's Day and Juneteenth celebration. I know I did. I, I, I've, I napped. I napped. And uh, this, this, actually this past conversation took place on Juneteenth and, and on Father's Day. So it was a very nice day. Uh, I met up with the family, I overate, and then uh, I did the pie or I overate, took a nap, woke up all disoriented, and then had, uh, uh, had this conversation with King Rome. And then I went back to eating and overate, ate like four bowls of cereal, ate like three donuts or something. I went ham on them donuts. So uh, I hope you enjoyed it. I know I enjoyed my Father's Day slash Juneteenth celebration. So everybody, uh, be good to your fellow human beings. H.J.'s for everybody. I'll catch you guys next week. Or I'm sorry, on Friday with Jennifer. All right. Bye-bye, baby.